can just be respectful and uh irrespectful are you gonna get banned <laughs> i will ban I mean, you i mean uh you know there there are yeah. trolls out there but i mean yeah, honestly it's been this, fine that's one now. of the biggest reasons that's one of the biggest reasons i'm on twitch you know it's like i feel like i feel like it's uh you have a lot more control over your your social media it's like something that you can actually uh you know, people can actually support you instead of you being like, can you please help me out with the algorithmic fucking structure of my <laughs> likes and dislikes and fucking this? It's like, uh, nah. Nah. This thing is cool. It's I feel like, like it's it less... How many... It's like less trolly than, like, YouTube and yeah. Facebook would be. I mean, depending, right? dude. I've seen, I guess. I've seen some... I've seen some, I've seen some shit. Trolly stuff, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean... I mean, if, uh, uh, you know, for instance, like, uh, I, I, I really got into Twitch when I started like playing Fortnite and shit. And, oh, okay. Uh, I started watching a bunch of like streamers, and I was like, "What are the, what's up with these guys? Like, they're just sitting there playing video games all day." And yeah. You'd, you'd be on the bus, you'd be on an airplane, you'd be um, somewhere, and some kid would have Twitch pulled up on his phone with his headset, with headsets on, to just watching somebody play video games. And I was like, "Whoa, this is fucking crazy and cool." Yeah. I was like, this, "This is the new school," and I was like, uh, "I was all about it," and I watched Nick Merckx and. Dude, Nick, yeah. <laughs> if they don't like something that you're doing, they'll fucking let you know, and they troll the fuck out of you. It's, yeah, it's insane. So, it is. I mean, it's kind of avoidable. It's the internet, dude. It's wild seeing like just seeing these like, especially Nick Merckx who gets so many viewers. Unreal. Right? I don't even it's know like thousand. Yeah, like sometimes I'm like I don't even know how I could handle that. You know? They just they just watched yesterday. They were watching football. Oh, I saw that. Was it last night? Yeah, he's like he like him and sponsors Tim. his stream, and they can watch fucking football together. It's insane. Oh, they sponsor his stream. Yeah, so like he can't wow. he can't show the ads. In between. Oh, I got you. He has to turn those off. So he has to turn it off. But like he is full on watching a NFL stream of the fucking the game. Yeah, of the game. Yeah, I think Tim show. the Tatman did the same shit too. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's unreal. crazy. It's cool as fuck. I. I, I I think this is the uh, the future of social media. It's a, it's the it best is. way, honestly. It's like I like a full it. on support system for it. It's no one's lying about who's taking what cut. It's fucking right there. Right yeah, there. it's really straightforward. And so far, I mean, even getting like paid out on Twitch, it's been fine. I haven't had any issues. I mean, I'm not making yeah. big bucks, but like you know, a couple hundred bucks a month. It's like you know, oh okay, yeah. They, they paid that on time. <laughs> I still haven't. Uh, they they like. So yeah. when I joined Twitch, yeah, they're like backlogged or some shit. Like they, like I'm like number four hundred million. Yeah, when they get to me on the files, you know, like <laughs> oh shit, oh shit, does he does he need does, does he, he need, need money? Proof? <laughs> oh, that oh, stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's he'll. We'll get to him later. Uh, oh, does he need money? Yeah, we'll get to that later. It's like they're they're full on back catalog, dude. We're so we're we're waiting wow, on the, we're waiting on the first payment. But yeah, I, first I, payment I, takes I, a minute. It it's took not like... it's not nothing. I'm 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 sit, I'm watching the money. It's fucking growing. So I mean, that's I, I cool. treat it like a little savings account. Yeah, that's exactly. And you could just take. I've taken that money and just like you know, I'll go gift fucking subs to my friends or sub to my friends' streams. Or, yeah, you know, or put it into, I don't know, buying this new headset, the Astro headset or whatever, you know, it just goes back into it. Into the stream. Yeah. Into the stream. That's, like, that, that, that's exactly what I was thinking about doing. Um, same thing with like, I mean, that's how I really feel you should consider any any company that you're doing. Any doing something with. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, 
a lot Sorry. of a lot of dudes that start bands and stuff too they they're like oh i'm just gonna just pocket all this cash that we made on this first tour and you're yeah. like well it's like what about on. that fucking van that your needs band. Range? What a, yeah what about <laughs> what about the next batch of merch that you're gonna buy you can't just yeah, always you, take any you gotta go front, front it. you know yeah you can't <laughs> expect all these merch companies the front merch i remember when that was happening a lot i mean it still happens like merch companies will front yep. bands who are really good by paying their shit back or they're like their merch store just sells so much that it just recoups easily right yeah. but like i remember a lot of merch companies years ago would like front a lot of smaller bands and these merch companies were getting fucked like fucked out of money and it's like then they started to stop doing that which i totally understand yeah. it's like a lot of bands kind of i don't know took advantage of it yeah i mean i've seen a yeah, lot i saw i saw i saw it firsthand many many times and it's fucking ugly yeah it um, is you know on the other side guys if you do get into a crazy ass investment you go on tour you don't sell all the fucking merch yeah what the fuck are you gonna do you're kind of fucked yeah you should get a job you <laughs> should job yeah pay, just go find pay a job fucking bills because somebody helped you get that merch into your pocket exactly eventually it will sell it's a solid investment but yeah, yeah. what's up mr j how's it going Jay's bro? here fuck yeah everyone's here steph <laughs> steph you still driving to virginia right now i think he is or something hey, hey, a little trip hey leads jay you do know that i have a i have an actual like handle on on twitch right <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to spell it <laughs> it's, yeah man because it doesn't have the spaces in it so everyone thinks it's yemen yeah i know that's how i looked at it first i'm like what is this what Yemen? Yemen Hermanin? Yemen Hermanin? Yemen Herman, Herman? Herman? <laughs> what the fuck is that? He got me create this name. It, it's it makes me laugh it's every so time, funny. and that is exactly if, like, if it's making me laugh, it's doing its job. Oh, exactly. Like when someone tries to say it, they're like, "What is your name? Was it Yemen Hermanin?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. The yeah. Uh, the story the story behind it is my roommate. Yeah, he, please. Uh, I never know. He, he, I want to so know. So my first name is Hernan. Oh, okay. My last name is Hermita. Yeah. I go by Eddie because nobody knows how to say Hernan in the States. It's not an American name. Yeah. There's no equivalent name at all. So when did you uh, start using Eddie? Like from when you were a kid? Like, yeah, like when I was a kid. My middle oh, name's wow. Edmund. Oh, okay. All right. So all right. I go by Eddie. Yeah. But um, so so Hernan, <laughs> Hermita, Hern, Herm. Yep. Yeah, man, Hern, Hern. <laughs> There it is. It's, yeah, man, her, her. It's, <laughs> there it, it just is. cracks me up. Every fucking, every, every fucking time someone... YouTube channel has like, what up, YouTube? It's your boy fucking Diddly Waps coming at you fucking live. <laughs> so you're like, what the fuck is Diddly Waps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Well, that's, I, I never knew that. I never, I always, wow. That makes you sense. Know, I'm not from Yemen, folks. Sorry. sorry to, <laughs> I'm not sorry from Yemen. <laughs> So how how have you been enjoying the streaming life, dude? It's it's so far. It's like everything. It it has its ups and downs. Um, yeah, I haven't really seen any downs from my people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, a lot of people um, supporting it. It's been cool to see it. Yeah, I mean the 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 people have been fucking incredible. They really do like. I I, I feel this like vibe that it's like, oh man, like I get to like relax at the end of the day and watch your show, as in like. I'm a sitcom for them, if if you will. Like, it, well, it just feels like you were hanging out with you. Like, it feel like because you really do connect with everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the I, vibes I try is good. To, 
I try I try to, but it's like yeah. but it is like it is like I'm hosting a show, like anything that sense, I'm yeah. doing in, in, in the way. Like, you know, I could be watching a, a YouTube uh you know, I could be you know, yeah. I could be putting on a, a song, I could, you know, talk about that song, I could talk about my bands. You know, I it's it's whatever exactly. I wanna I wanna do within that parameter. And to see people come in there and really they do treat it like it's a it's a it is a hangout it is a it is bar yeah it's like hey we're gonna pull up a drink and we're actually genuinely gonna fucking sit back with with eddie while he's fucking dicking off and it's <laughs> it's it's yemen from yemen yep. i mean every time for the most part when i would watch your streams i'd just be at my computer and just throw it on one screen and hang out and just you know if i'm doing something else you know on my other screen i'm just chilling it's cool. It's like we're like in a sense hanging out, and then whenever you know, hundred percent, you know, whenever we're playing some Call of Duty and getting very frustrated at everything, <laughs> that's just, where the laughs come in. Yes, that it's where the laughter it's comes all you in, can and that, do. That's what makes it worthwhile. Yeah, it's all you can um, fucking do with that game. Yeah, I mean, that's I stopped playing it, dude. I, I mean, yeah, I stopped playing it as much. It's just I honestly am at the point where there is more. I'm literally there. going, is this person cheating or is this game just that broken to where somebody can I know. fuck you up without you, like, and kill you before well, you can even react? It's like, all right, all right. There's so many things broken in this season. I guess we could talk about COD for a sec, like, for a little <laughs> bit. But I think when the, the new season came out, sick, number six, at first I was like, oh, everything's, like, working good. And it was, like, fine. And then then they put this rifle in the game that's, like, broken. And it has no bullet drop at like 415 meters. You can shoot someone 415 <laughs> meters away with no bullet drop. Just done. And drop that Insane. person. It's like, why would you put this in the game? You know? Uh, They're making millions of dollars. And it's just like, you can't get this son of a bitch right. <laughs> you know, I, I have a feeling. I have a feeling that it's that it's the fact that they're moving. I, th I have a feel it's like everything's transitioning. They're they're like running the course of this game. They have yeah. to start working on the next game already because that's been their I mean, that's been their cycle for like the last fucking 10, 12, 10 years? 15 years. You know, yeah. so they're not gonna they're not gonna change that cycle. Their offices are not gonna stop working on the on new one product. Game. The next Just to one. Continue on. Yeah, it's like so. They don't, honestly, I don't think they give a fuck. I think the only game that. Well, one of them, I guess, is GTA, Grand Theft Auto. Like, fifth one's been out for fucking how long? But they just keep... <laughs> Four years? Five years? Five or six? It's like, but they keep adding stuff to it and make, like, and just... Yeah. But it's like, okay, when's the next one going to come out? <laughs> yeah. But, but Call that's of Duty's the thing. Not that's like what that. you run into. That's that's the that's the dichotomy you run into. Yeah. You have games like Fortnite that uh, never... Yeah. They're never gonna change. They just really at least another fucking season. So a lot of a lot of people, you know, a lot of those fucking offices are like, "Fuck, we could have done that. We could have just released Call of Duty and released seasons instead of and doing it within the same house instead of fucking doing all these crazy ass lawsuits and stupid ass shit. Oh god, we just done one fucking thing and given season mm -hmm. three to fucking Joey from fucking the tech department because he fucking branched <laughs> off and came up with the algorithm to fucking for the fucking character to fucking wipe its nose it's like fucking dumbass shit it's Stupid really dumbass shit, shit. yeah and we have to fucking pay for it dude yeah we i know pay for it and then we pay for it yeah it's fucking it's a double how it's big a double reaming dude how big of a game size is fortnite like i'm the computer <laughs> is it is it like dumb small or 
or is it huge like Call of Duty, like game? Oh, file sorry, size? you asked about Fortnite. I was talking. I thought you were joking about Call of Duty because. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I want to just because I don't have Fortnite. Uh, I've never played it, so I don't know. The updates for Fortnite are at max. I think it's like sixty megs. <laughs> Like I, I I think I know. Sorry, when the new season came out, it was mm. a f- f- like fifteen gig download. That's a yeah. And then yeah, you so got so came... Call of Duty. That's like what was it? Season six was 60, 55? 60, uh, 55. And then I think that's the first, nice. I think the first download, the initial download, is like two hundred gigs or something. like yeah, that. Yeah, the initial it, is yeah. It's it, it the, the the fucking. The, the, some shit like the, that the app takes up fucking 90 percent of my fuck oh, it's yeah, unbelievable it's God. but yeah f- fuck video games right now dude right <laughs> <laughs> i've been like i've taken like i don't know I, I need to take a break from call of duty and it's just like some of my friends like especially from new york like that i grew up with like do play it here and there so it's like that time when me and them can like hang out because we haven't seen each yeah. other in so long and then i get to yeah, the point where i'm like why am i fucking playing this game 100%. At first, it's, I, like, fun, and then it gets real frustrating, like, an hour in. Yeah, dude. I mean, it it, it, it causes rage quitting. It does. Rage quitting is, rage quitting is a thing. Um, Yeah, for me, hmm. then the, the problem is you run into the, the issue where you go to play a different game, and you get stoked on it, and hmm. then nobody plays it. And then you just, you're playing it by yourself 90% of the time. Yeah, no one's playing it. And you're it. like... I guess I'll go play some fucking Call of Duty. <laughs> then, you, then you get in there and you just get, you're like it's getting ripped apart. I, I feel like I have Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't leave. Yeah, can't yeah. Leave my, my my captor. Well, it's it's crazy because it's like you get like so you get you get so sucked into Call of Duty and like you can't sometimes you can't stop yourself because you're like no gotta go again. I can do better. I can do better. I can do better. But you're getting at the same time. I think I, I've caught myself just getting burnt on it, where I'm like, I'm tired. I can't move my hands any faster. <laughs> yeah, I can't do my this eyes, anymore. My eyes my, hurt. My eyes. Well, my eyes just like stop. They seeing get tired. Like, yeah, I like stop seeing enemies. I'm like, how, how come I didn't see that guy that was standing right in front of me? Yeah, I'm tired. Go to bed, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. No, let's play for six more hours. <laughs> that sounds like a better idea. Stay till three a.m. Fuck it all. <laughs> God damn. Oh. I looked down. I, so I started playing this game, Spellbreak. Yeah, you told me about it. I looked down at the clock. Cool. I started at like 8, and I looked at down night. at the clock, yeah. and it's like midnight, and I'm like, fuck. Time flies, dude. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. It's insane. Oh, my God. But I, I will say, like, yeah. video games Video games is a good, like, conduit for, for this all, but I think the biggest part, and, and honestly, the, the best part about which is the fact that it's giving people like me mm-hmm. who have this like already built in <clears throat> fucking char- charisma behind a fucking camera. You know, I've been working oh, yeah. behind cameras for so fucking long. I don't, Jesus. I don't fucking. It doesn't. Yeah. You're used <laughs> you know, to it. it. Yeah. You're used to being behind a camera. <laughs> Steph, I just read your comment. You should uh, DM me, dude. I, I've run into this problem. I've taken my Switch all across the United States. I can help you out. DM me on Discord, and I'll fucking help you out. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. But, the, I, I, you know, being a musician, I fucking 
I lost everything. I'm sure. I'm sure anybody who is a musician in here. I'm sure. Oh, for Dan sure. Being in here, Dude, you guys lost agent. Everything. Yeah. Everything. You know, it changes your whole fucking. Our world got changed in the last seven months. Oh yes, during yes, due to the pandemic. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's weird as fuck. And and it's like it gives a place for people who are already built to like, you know, Go manage cat. a crowd. Yeah. You know, fucking. You know, be in front of people. Fucking. Put, putting on a fucking show yeah and still it, it, get in front of those people that you know we're you know we're going to your shows mm-hmm. you know you're yeah. still able and to they, connect they, with them exactly exactly in some sort so of it's way like, you know it, it it gives that it gives that and a place where it's like the support is actually being transparent it isn't mm-hmm. it isn't like this like facade of like free Everything is free. You mm-hmm. get to download this app for free. Then you get to fucking, <clears throat> you know, pay this, you know, pay this guy in likes and fucking <laughs> all this like unintangible shit. Yeah. And there's at least some tangibility to to to, to what's going on, and that's oh, yeah, that's, sure. that's the beauty of it. it um, is. but it is it is man. Like, I I go, I'm going crazy. I'm going crazy without. There's times you know, where going, yeah. I'm going crazy without being on stage. I'm going crazy. What's like without ri- writing music yeah. every day with my boys? You know, how far? Hearing Mark fucking diddling on the fucking <laughs> on, on the guitar while we're in the middle of fucking nowhere, and I'm looking for somewhere to poop. Like that's, <laughs> that's feelings on earth. It is. Like really, it is. It's and crazy. I, I really miss that shit. And honestly, this gives this gives a good place to fucking hang. It and, does. And do what I'm doing anyway, which is playing video games. Yeah. What's like the longest break you've ever had from touring? Was there like uh, a, an extensive break at one point? This, I think this has been it. I think, wow. I, I think when All Shell Parish went through a massive like member change. Yeah. That was also like a, a two year break, but this has was been it? like a, a, this has been like a two year break for me from touring. I mean, yeah, I mean, we went on that virtual tour, but that's not, it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah, no. Where did you guys do that at? Where was that uh, filmed at? That was in Van Nuys, California. That oh, was in Van Nuys. Yeah. So um, I don't know if you've yeah. ever, I've, have you ever, you've ever, you've been down there for sure. Oh, but, I used um, to live in North Hollywood from like oh, okay. 09 to 2011. So, so yeah, you know, I know Van Nuys the, and shit. You know, you know the ESP office. Uh, yeah. Sorry, the ESP warehouse and the um, you know where I've been there one time. Where, I, it's like the, there's a place called Third Encore. Yeah, that name rings a bell. So Third Encore, yes. they own they own a bunch of practice studios all over Southern California. Okay. And, okay. And they um they had a uh, yeah it was fuck well, what was it they had this big ass room that usually they rent sick. out to people like fucking Rihanna. What? The, really? Yeah, they like rent they they rent it out to like big name fucking people that want to set up their stadium shows in a small room oh my god with a with a control room yeah so that, so basically this place was perfect for setting up a sound stage oh yeah it, it looks like, sick yeah i mean so that's all i mean we rent we we tried to be as cheap as possible we got a lot of free fucking work yeah but i mean but it's still it costs a fucking arm and leg to put I, on dude. I, like, had to. I have a i have a lot more respect for tv shows and what it costs to put on fucking tv especially because it's like dude there needs to be like some sort of reform too for musicians act like 
the same way there are for actors. Yeah. Fucking the people who are working behind the scenes, like the people who are like, I mean, you know, the fucking agents, the fucking yeah, uh, oh yeah, the managers, the fucking uh, the the, the lighting producers, the lighting. <laughs> you know, hands, the, the fucking, the loaders, the fucking, the oh, drivers, yeah. all that goes into making a fucking tour. There needs to be some sort of fucking connectivity to the whole thing because really, man, like the way the industry is suffering, suffering right now, it really can't happen again. Like no, seeing dude, I, there's no way for us as bands. Yo, what's up, Nick? Um, Hi, Nick. There's no way for my band to help out our fucking crew, man. Oh, I know what you mean. I know, yeah, in that sense. My fucking heart. Like, you know, we took two years off of touring, and our fucking crew went off and worked for other people, and then we mm. were ready. We we were like, all right, yeah. guys, we're fucking. We're back. We're we're fucking turning on the fucking wheels. The engines firing up. Everyone's all yeah. stoked, coming back in, ready to fucking fire up the engines, and boom, this shit hits. And it's, there's yeah. they're like signed on to us, so it's like. But like, you don't have. The they're our responsibility, you know. So, yeah, there's just. There's no money for us to take care of them, and yeah. you know we've we've obviously done the best Sucks. we can. You know we've reached out. You know we've made sure that everyone's as as good as possible. We've helped yeah. people. Our business managers have helped uh, people get you know unemployment going if they need it. You okay, know, stuff yeah. like that. Make sure but, they can, they're filling out everything, and you know we've we've also shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> dude the yeah definitely vocalist unions <laughs> those best. union loaders but yo they're yo they're militant as fuck dude i'll tell you what oh yeah i could imagine they're super militant dude like the, if they see you lift one piece of equipment loading in they're like put that down you're fucking out dude wow they won't let they're like oh cool so i guess you're a musician now see ya <laughs> hi sal dude we're we were they were re- they used to be they were readying my my fucking spoken word career <laughs> they were they were readying my spoken word career and fucking they kicked me out because they saw me helping fucking alex fucking tweak one fucking tuning nut i'm fucking out <laughs> that is it <laughs> we need the drummers union to put some pressure on vocalists just saying <laughs> Hell no, man. Dad, what's up? Insold, what's up? Hey, shout out to Insold real quick yeah. for fucking creating my my overlay and this Oh yeah, he did it all. See over my head. That's right. He's the one that did it. Mm-hmm. That's why fucking you can't sound. read it. That's why I can read it. That's why nobody pronounces it right, because he made it. <laughs> it's because he made it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh my god. Anywho, but yeah, they, just get in love, you insult. It's like really rough right now because you know a lot of these independent venues aren't getting any funding. Yo, too real. That's a big thing right now, and we need them. Yo, Bad, the thing is, bro. the thing is, a lot of these same fucking venues are the same people yeah. that are like, get rid of fucking social fucking programs and shit like that. I'm not sitting here. I don't fucking want to sit here and get into politics and stuff yeah but listen when you go to europe oh yeah and in europe you talk to the fucking manager of the fucking building that you're playing uh-huh right mm-hmm. they have a fucking budget that comes from the motherfucking government they dude. do yeah and that's how they're getting and that's how they're staying open 
that's how they feed their musicians. Yeah. They can house their musicians because some places and the hospitality they fucking there is in their to fucking make a little fucking hostel room where the fucking bands can stay. Yeah, yeah. It's you know they have, they have showers because yep. they have to meet minimum requirements. So you don't have your fucking some Joe schmo thinking he can start up a company with no fucking capital. Yep. And then fucking treat it like a slum, and that's it, man. You know, it's like yeah, you, you can't, ha- you, you do not have that kind of mentality here in the states. And no, that's why you a lot don't. of these, a, a lot of You're these right. fucking, that's why a lot of these venues are falling apart because mm-hmm. of this whole independent mentality. Uh-huh. Dude, no, like we're in an entertainment, we're in an entertainment industry, and why they're the not. Fuck none of them are getting any help, and the ones in Europe, they're all getting help. They're all open. Exactly, but th- that's my question. Not all why of them, but yeah, each other. Exactly. Something needs to change there. You know, that it it also leads to to the the other thing we were talking about earlier before we started streaming, which is, yo, like, like you and I have worked with with each other for so fucking long. We've never met. (laughs) Literally. We we met kind of briefly. We never never talked on the phone about stuff to do in the future. Mm -hmm. Yo, bro, you got fucking All Shall Perish? Yo, let's fucking get a fucking big fucking branded you know like something yeah it, it would have been so easy to just make these quick little phone calls but there's this whole like there's this whole like mentality that it's like yeah and there's so many like, politics and music politics dude. fear fucking, yeah jealousy too many people grabbing for this ideal amount of money that doesn't it's exist. like we're all doing the same thing especially in the metal world it's like yo we're booking metal bro we're not booking like rap and pop and stuff it's like we're fucking metal heads like mm-hmm. why aren't we like understand, working together understand more? the cap Understand yes. the cap. Yes. Fucking work within the fucking cap and drop the fucking egos, homies. That's it. Because guess what? Let's do some cool we're, shit. We're all in the rat race together. I know. It's like, exactly. It's like we can either either be rat kings or we're fucking or or fucking die trying to become the number one. That's and it. there is no number one. It's, and that's why a lot of bands that should have had chances and there's a lot there's a lot of bands that should have gotten big or this and that. But it's like, you know, there's things within the industry that have held them back. And it's not them necessarily. It's like maybe even just people in their corner on their team. This is just all the politics within that just has just screwed bands over. Yeah. And it's sad. And it's just like, yo, and I've told people, I'm like, yo, we're, I'm like, yo, we're in the same world. We're all trying to do some cool shit. I just want to put together a cool fucking tour. Can we just do that? <laughs> like, yeah. why are we trying, like, get rid of the ego? Like, we're just, bo- you know, especially, like, from my, like, me, like, I'm a booking agent. And it's, like, I try to tell everybody, like, yo, I work for the band. Like, when agents or managers are, like, yo, why won't your band do this tour? I'm, like, listen, man, they just, they're not, like, feeling it. We'll get them to do it. And I'm, like, no, no, it doesn't work that way, though. And I've told people, like, I work for them. And I'm not going to push, push, push. And then they get mad at me and then potentially let go of, you know, fire me because you're over here pressuring me to push them to do the story that they don't want to do. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, that's not how we're, we should be doing this. This is stupid. Here's a, here's a question for you. Um, yeah. What, what happens as an agent when you have all the bands? <laughs> it's t- <sighs> There's definitely been agents like that um, that have had and, all the and- bands. And why is it that the agents can't just come together? If oh, and that, if yeah. we know, if you know that this scene is this, you know, mm-hmm. boom, it's here. 
why not yeah. try to fucking maximize the, that fucking community? I know. Why not try to bring everybody together? It's like the inclusivity of it all. The fucking nah, this band sucks. It's like, it's like I get it. You know, there is. You know, we're humans, and at yeah. the end of the day, we're gonna, we're gonna be like, we're not gonna like everything. A of, it's it's a sense of pride. There's also a difference, but it's like as agents, you would want to be like, bro, like I have this 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 <laughs> and i'm working with this agent and this agent that ha can provide all the fucking avenues uh -huh, instead yeah. of being like yo i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna lobby for my band to fucking get 500 more dollars here yep. and then uh because i have six other bands on the tour it doesn't really matter what the top band's getting as long as my baby bands are all making as you know maximize as possible and oh, yeah. it, 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 it that's kind of like on my end how I've felt. Yeah, so that's why I ask you. It's like, it, you know, I, what is it for you? Like, how, I how, try. How do you? I really, it? I really try not to just do or put together tours that are just the bands I represent. I don't like doing that. Sometimes it just, you know, works out that way because whoever the headliner is just wants those bands on the tour, and it's yeah. like, oh, they're all bands I represent, right? Yeah. But it's like, I really do, like, when I have, like, a, you know, let's say Rivers and Nile headline, we'll use them as an example. We're going to, you know, the, we're going to, I like to reach out to agents in, in our world and, and be like, hey, I got th these guys headlining and I want to know who, who you have that would like to tour with them. And let's talk about it. And it's like, and I really do try to do that as much as I can because I want to work with everybody. And I want us all to like work together and put together sick ass tours and, you know, everyone have a good time, everyone touring with bands they like and love and want to tour with and make, you know, the one thing that gets me, that gets me the hot, like enjoying my job and gets me that like high when it is when I get a band on a tour that they want, you know, like a dream tour or like they're like this band is like on their bucket list of bands they want to tour with. When I land them that tour, it's like it makes the job matter all the time. That's why I, just, yeah. I mean, a lot of people yeah. will be like, Dan, how are you still an agent? How do you still put up with this? And I'm like, I've just, you know, I, I, I don't know. I guess it's just because of that, because I really enjoy like pushing and getting these bands that I love, that I'm a fan of. It's like every band I book, like I actually love their music and I like them as people. So it's like when I'm able to, ex, you know, get them on a tour with the band that they have on their bucket list, it's like it makes the job, it makes my day completely. Yeah. I'm like, like, I'll be at home and be like, fuck yes. Sure. Like when you get the offer, when I get the offer or something, I like literally get so stoked. I call <laughs> like when like Worm got an offer for Napalm Death, for example, this year. Yeah, dude. Dude, I knew, I knew, like I got the email and I was like, oh my God, dude. I'm gonna call these guys and they're gonna freak the fuck out. I am so stoked right now. And they were just like, Dan, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, no, I'm dead serious. This is wild. I'm like, can we confirm like right now? <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, confirm it right now. <laughs> and it's like, that gets me like goosebumps going. Like when you listen to music and you know, it gives you goosebumps, like that gives me the same exact feeling. Literally the same yep, thing, dude. same thing. Dude, it, it, and that that is, that is how that feels 100% like hearing I remember getting the call that said hey you're going on tour with Corn and I was like oh, oh god uh, dude and I'm you know yeah we were being booked 
at the time. Uh, fuck. That was so long ago now. Yeah, when e was either it? way, when, yeah. when our agent when our agent called when our agent called us, uh, 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 it was I was speechless. It was one of those moments. I and, and I'm sure that's wouldn't have any words. You guys too. Yeah, exactly. I was just like, um, what? <laughs> Is this a real phone call? Yeah. Corn for me. For me, the for me the uh, the 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 whole dream tour thing, and and the mm. one thing that that I've run into being in a, a bigger band, yeah, yeah, you know, is for us it's super hard to land a band that's hype, that's that's young, like um, when it's like your you know your band draws, you know, it's all it's already established, it's already going to be like what it's going to be, yeah, and it's crazy because we we'll like you know a couple of bands in the scene mm -hmm. we'll be like oh shit the deathcore scene now is fucking hopping again it's fucking it's crazy yeah there's a b bunch of really cool bands and you're like oh cool well i want to put spite and slaughter prevail on a fucking show yeah and and you start running into the same problems that i was in mm -hmm. back when i was trying to get on tours with all shall perish when hate is coming around <laughs> oh, and yeah. like, Yo, we want to take out bands but it's like white chapel all shall perish is gonna fucking want to be who who's gonna get the, the spot on top you know? yeah yeah who's gonna play who who's gonna play over who it's you know it's you get into those moment. those conversations that, <laughs> those, those semantics get really ugly yeah. dude every every fucking time too and the, and within the deathcore scene there's wow. such that and yeah there is that's something that i'd like to see like an end to like I, i'd really like I, to see i would and, love and, to and, see an end to that just like well it, i mean it has to do with the fact that the musicians aren't fucking getting what they deserve if, yeah if you, treat, if you treat a musician like a ceo mm -hmm. without the without the musician putting in the work like a ceo yeah he's just gonna get fucked yeah no you're right so it's 100%. like you know uh, when a band gets started if the person isn't really like if you're not a super savvy business lord that went to fucking that got your 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 MIB and fucking you know your, your men in black degree and you're fucking just a, a <laughs> lord at, at you know, you you're just a lord at fucking getting everything done you, you know you, you make sure that your your company is an LLC and can't get sued and you know you know where oh, all your shit. money is going in and out it's like all this crazy shit that you have to worry about that, that when you're writing these tunes you're like dude, my song is sick and it's going to be the number one hit in this <laughs> summer. You're not fucking thinking about like, yo, what about fucking Larry who gets dehydrated at my show and fucking dies? You know, like, yeah, you don't, you don't think about that stuff. You, you don't think never about, like, think about that shit, the potential growth. So it's like, there should be a fucking dude. It's bands have been around for fucking ever. Like the business of bands have been around for forever. <laughs> yeah. Why the fuck? Why the fuck aren't we like the fucking film industry? Yeah, I know. You know? Why isn't it? That's that's the biggest question, dude. Why isn't the fucking metal community, why isn't the music community more like fucking Hollywood? Yeah, right. You know, you know Hollywood's fucking ugly, sure. But yeah. music has just too many loopholes, man. Like there's a lot of loopholes and like I said, there's a lot of there's a lot of politics, dude. Dude, it's ugly. And it's ugly, ugly, ugly. It, those were those are things that would get to me. So I'd run like you know I reach out to another agent. Like I'm not going to say names or anything. Most of the agents I get along with, and like sometimes I just feel like I get like shoved to the side, and I'm like, 
yo, this is a really good, like, I'm not, like, over here giving, you know, uh, hitting you up about, like, some, like, bullshit band or something like that. I'm not saying all bands are bullshit, but you know what I'm saying. It's like, I'm bringing, it's like, and I get, like, pushed to the side or just get ignored, like, flat out ignored. And I'm like, but whenever you email me for something, I always respond to you and I'm always on it. Yep. Why can't you return the same thing to me? Uh, yeah, I'm a smaller guy, you know, smaller agent, but it's like, I, I'm not like a new agent. Like, it's hard to be an agent. It's hard to start out being an agent. It's taken me fucking like, I've been almost 15, it'll be 15 years in February. It's probably taken me a good 11 years to like get to a point where I was making like pretty good money, like decent money. Right? Yep. And but not even like money, but like be like more established, get more taken more seriously. Mm-hmm. It's taken so long to like get to that point, and um, it's just it shouldn't be that way. I guess I don't know. I mean, it should. When you look, it at, should. A rest- when you look at a restaurant, for instance, yeah, you know they say they say that any any good restaurant worth its weight is not going to see any money for the first three years. For sure, yeah, it's going to be a few years. So I mean. It's kind of the same thing for any any business endeavor that, you know, like we were saying, like, sure, there's money coming in from Twitch that you're like, oh, it's free money from out of nowhere, but it's really money that you should be investing back into your fucking stream. Yeah, reinvest it. You know? Yeah. Upgrade your stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. There's some validity to that, but why the fuck is it taking you 11 years? Yeah. Dude, (laughs) I've thought... Everyone would ask me that. Everybody. take All Shall Perish fucking seven years to get to a point where we're being noticed when it's like dude that's like it should have happened why did, earlier why did it take why did it take five years for for deathcore to fucking make a stamp you know deathcore right. happened in fucking 2006 <clears throat> and Literally. it wasn't until 2010 when fucking deathcore was brought on to fucking warp tour that uh-huh. it became yeah. this scene that it was already a scene like <laughs> yeah it was already it, a it, thing it, dude it was like it, like why it did it take this i know and then all of a sudden the interview questions became how do you feel about being labeled deathcore i was like what are you oh talking God. about like we've been, like what like what are you talking about? i don't know why people like give it like a sour t- like when people say death oh you like deathcore it's like what what's so what's bad about it dude <laughs> what it's, it's 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 definitely made a it's definitely made a a turnaround it did I think it, it did i think it's like i think people started to realize that it's like <sighs> You know, one of the, I think one of the biggest mistakes that Job for a Cowboy did, and did, mm-hmm. and, I'm, uh, and I'm gonna put him on the spot a little bit, it's <laughs> is to fucking run away from the what? deathcore nomenclature. They did, you know? yeah, like you know, fast. They, they they ran away from it. They ran away from it as is is they you know their the style of their music changed. Yeah, you know, drastically. The, the, you know that not, they, they but s- yeah, they you know they 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 went in this like whole like gotta be credible fucking death, death metal, metal band yeah and 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 really it didn't you know it didn't pan out the way they they would have liked instead of oh. owning up to the fucking we're the death court kings like really uh, they Joffrey were though the that... cowboy did what bands like all shall perish despised icon beneath the massacre fucking acacia strain oh cool. um, dude yeah all those you know you you name it like fucking rose funeral mm-hmm. we're trying to do back in the fucking day mm-hmm 100 so, percent so they when Joffrey Cowboy came out, it was like boom, it's fucking it's on. Nuts, and dude! When that EP came out, a hundred percent. And it's insane. like all of a sudden tours were like five hundred people, you know. 
all of a sudden fucking if you if you sounded deathcore as fuck it was insane so you know yeah it's in it's crazy how like they i remember back then too like when they came out with the ep i was like obviously like so it's my favorite thing ever and then they, the next record i was like wait what happened and everyone felt yep. that way but even and then later the years go by and then i started getting back in the job for a cowboy and i'm like i like that stuff but at the time i was like what the fuck happened here <laughs> well, well here here is here it is dude it's dude it it 100 steph beachy said it it's metal elitist bullshit. oh yeah 100 percent. It's, it's going to the show yeah seeing the guy with fucking spikes on his fucking leather patch fucking vest yeah <laughs> he's been listening to fucking you know i love sun eater yes. death angel since he was 12 yeah <laughs> and, and that guy's drink drinking his tall can going this is metal and you go wow that is metal because that when you're just coming into it that looks cool as fuck but oh, growing it does. Up, you know forget the fact that you learned you know uh you know groove and rhythm from fucking um from fucking new metal you know yeah fuck the fact that fuck the fact that you know uh slam death metal is is a part of our repertoire fuck the fact that technical fucking swedish death metal is <laughs> is in our is in our repertoire mm -hmm. it, you know and when you mix all those together it has this crazy new fucking sound and people want to fucking hate on everything yeah. that isn't new because it is a threat on their fucking coolness uh-huh exactly dude and what i'm here to say is don't fucking let anybody dictate what you fucking listen to yeah don't, don't let anybody fucking dictate that that shit how you look how you feel how you I, yeah walk around within the scene it's like sure there's cool stuff and you might get cooler by being around people that you think are cool yeah but always don't forget that the, the integrity of what we're here to do i mean metal is a place for fucking everybody who's been fucking beaten up on mm -hmm. everybody who's been made fun of everybody who's been fucking systematically fucking beat down by by money yeah. you know, it, it, it's it's the shows are in the fucking industrial parts of every city all across the fucking world there isn't there isn't some high-end fucking vip venue that we're fucking put into i'm not showing up in limos in every city that i'm fucking going to Fuck it's no. because it's because this is for the fucking these are for the backwoods motherfuckers dude this is it the, is dude metal, metals metals for the fucking people who've been fucking beat up so mm -hmm. it, it, don't be ashamed like don't be ashamed of who you are it's, uh, no, that's, I, think that's the, I think that's the biggest thing and that's why i've always made the music that i made because it's like that was that's what helped me yeah was listening to metal and listening to fucking the most brutal underground shit that that's made what me i feel like a part of something yeah i never like i i mean when i was younger i guess i took some stuff to heart when people were like oh what are you listening to this bullshit but as i got older i was just like i don't give a fuck people think like there's a lot of people like because of the bands that i book like they think i don't like listen to like anything else <laughs> but a lot of this or they think i listen to like black metal and death metal a lot and i'm like over here listening to fucking metalcore and shit and i'm like nah man i love metalcore <laughs> like or just like sometimes i'll just you know my girlfriend will put on like pop music and i'm like this fucking rules like i don't give a shit dude there's some sick fucking new genty bands too that there are, like, is out there you're like this isn't really metal, but it is metal. It has, it is. you know, it has the background. Also, there's some old school ass shit. I know a lot of old school shit like, coming back. You're like metal elitists are like, why do you listen to Epica? And you're like, <laughs> oh, that, 
Dude, did you hear the fucking? You hear what they're playing? The fucking music? What's wrong with you? Like, it's like you listen to this shit. It? Yeah, exactly. I like how like a lot of like um, old school death metal is coming back. Yeah. Like shit that's like uh, like Gatekeeper, uh, Gatekeeper, and all that stuff. And it's just, yeah. yeah, and it's just like it's pretty sick. Like a lot what's of these the bands that? are like. What's it, the name of that band that na- nails nails started? Oh yeah. Like some side band that it's like they that is like. Did it's they like start that. a side it's band? Like yeah, because they have they had um they had twitching tongues. Yes, yeah, which was so, very different. And then, but I love it. And then it. they had they had nails, which is their hardcore band, and then they started a fucking straight old school death metal band. I forget what the name of it. Something like Tomb. Scorched. Something like that. No, I don't yeah, think it's Scorched, but that's like an old school death metal, like new a newer old school death metal band. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like when exactly. we say old school death metal, it's not like they're like older dudes, but it's like Dude, they're bringing uh, that. These ever, bands are bringing to, that style back. You ever listen to Ghoul from the Bay Area? Is it how do you, is it G H O U L? Yeah, Ghoul. Right. Yeah. I don't think I have actually ever listened to them, but I've always have seen the logo and Dude, the name. Ghoul is like I nail it. <laughs> yo, they sound they sound like a mix of like old school death mixed with like. Bay, like some good Bay Area thrash. Oh, that's death, sick. Like I pulled up their Spotify. Their latest song is called Nazi Smasher. <laughs> Instant win. win. Instant win. <laughs> Listening to you later. <laughs> yeah, I've always yeah, seen dude. their logo. I've always seen their art. I'm looking at it now. I'm like, I've always, I don't, it's like, there's always like those bands that have like slipped through the cracks, you know? Mm-hmm. When someone brings up a band, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. What's, well, yeah, it's like you see their logo but, everywhere. You see them on shit, and then fucking they're gone. Yeah, yeah. Nick, dude, Ghoul, they're amazing dudes, man. And they're, they're oh, you all know about the guys? scene in the Bay Yeah, they're all about the scene in the Bay Area. They go to every fucking show. Really? They, they don't care what, what scene you're in. And they are totally, they look like they're the metal elitist fucks, but they're not. They're, they're just not like, at all. They're super just grungy, fucking just like, yeah. you know, that's what they've done. Chill, guys. They they wake up and drink a tall can of fucking metal every day. That's the best. Mine was but, Metallica in third grade. Yeah, I was just reading that. Damn, Slipknot in fifth grade. Damn, I didn't get into Slipknot. I mean, I was them older than Benny and them, but until I was in ninth grade, it was ninth grade. So he was probably in like first grade or some shit. <laughs> That's when I found. I was I'm thirty. I remember I was in some like. Like the, it was like a Van Halen meets Taproot band, like new metal band that I was in. Oh, oh, that you were in? Yeah, we were called Flatline. It was it was horrible. (laughs) I was like sixteen years old. Yeah, was that your first band? I was fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, it was a total garage like situation. Were you the vocalist? Oh yeah, I've never been anything. You never okay. Um, So you're yeah yeah. I play I play trombone. I don't think that really goes over that. Really, you do? In a metal band, yeah. That's so yeah, dope. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's so sick. Yeah, I was I'm a trombone tuba baritone player. That's the wow. instruments that I play. Yeah, yeah I love that. I sit, I love... sit in the background. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that band was like, va- wait, Van Halen meets Taproot. Dude, it was crazy. What? <laughs> dude, yeah. <laughs> Because the riffs would it's be like, so yeah. like, it was like this, like these like crazy ass fucking riffs. Because the homie was like super into Pink Floyd and Van Halen. Oh, and, okay, uh, yeah. 
It so was he just like some crazy shit. He was just like he was out of out of his mind. He would steal his dad's weed. That was just some bunk ass weed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> awaken. I'll I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get to that in a second. So so he would just steal his dad's bunk ass weed and just sit and write these crazy ass riffs. And I would just sing like fucking homie from Taproot over it. Like yeah, I had this. I would just sing and then scream over it. And yeah. nobody was doing both. You know, at the time everybody was like, there has to be two. You have to have the pretty voice and the fucking screamer voice. And I was just the dude that could do both. And um, I remember our bass player, who was a total dickwad, came in, <laughs> came in, and he's like, "Yo, you guys don't know shit. You haven't listened to this." Uh, I love that. And put on the fucking that Slipknot self-title and like oh, just the opening fuck. intro that fucking. Oh, dude. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Like, like, like what? Like, you're putting on a horror movie yeah and then you're and then you hear the drums and you're like fuck what What did i get into yeah what just happened that's literally how i felt when i first heard them it blew everything and then then i got it like it was them Mm -hmm. hearing slipknot for the first time made me be like i want music that makes drum beats that do that it makes you feel like i was like scared of that band yeah and i dude. loved it i was like this band is fucked up <laughs> you know what i'm saying like this is exactly and you look at me like this is some this is insane how are they doing uh, all of this <laughs> dude so i fucking i remember from there went yeah. straight to like i went to our record store mm-hmm. and i fucking i was like i'm gonna go look for the most crazy fucking metal looking record that i can find that you can and find my buddy, yeah. my, my buddy and i separated to go we find. just bought that slipknot record and then yes. we were like all right cool we're gonna go find the most metal shit and i found suffocations pierced from within it looked hella cryptic it fucking looked like a it looked like a straight up it looked like something out of hellraiser and then my and then my my best friend found uh tomb of the mutilated by cannibal corpse oh god and we went to the car and just listened to those two records and life like non-stop changed. it yeah. was just like my life was completely changed at that point it was like slipknot cannibal corpse that's exactly what i wanted music to sound like from mm-hmm. now on and that's yeah. where deathcore comes from to be i mean it really does a hundred percent bro you know every dude in a deathcore band doesn't want to admit it but slipknot's their favorite fucking band yeah i mean how can you not yeah i don't think i don't so, yeah how can you not like fucking slipknot dude when i found them and then i found corn and all that shit i got into that fate like i guess new metal and then i found like cannibal corpse yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying like corn, was, corn and Deftones, they were already in the fucking. Weed they were house. in your ma- yeah. I found yeah. them like all at the same time in a sense. It was like Slipknot, Deftones, Corn, Coal Chamber, all that shit. And but then, like, like I was, I always away. knew that I always knew that that like Corn like sing songy stuff wasn't something that I was gonna, uh, you know, wasn't like something that on. I was gonna excel in. You know what I mean? It was already like a sound that was like, it it was something that was already done. You yeah, know what I mean, like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no way to do it better than corn deftones. Like, yeah, no yeah, you're right, a hundred percent. Slipknot uh, was just like, no one was doing what Slipknot was doing. That music, yeah, yes, and no one and, was doing the masks and all that shit. But like the music, though, yeah, no I mean, the masks, one. The masks made him for sure, yeah, infamous. Like that, you had to know who Slipknot was because of the masks. It didn't matter. Yeah, oh yeah, the music 
made them death metal and credible and fucking yeah, the real do. deal. Like they were fucking punk rockers at that point. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They were just like, you know, like their their presence fucking precedes them. You know, like they walk yeah. into a room and you're like, oh shit, this is fucking Slipknot. This is Slipknot. And that's how yeah. they got that's like that's how they got to Slipknot. That's how they got to headline so quickly. Oh they yeah, were, they were they were opening up for bands like fucking Fear Factory back in the day. Oh, yeah, they they opened up for like Ozfest and shit. Yeah, fucking it was opener. Like they were the first band on, you know. Yeah, like, like, early like, afternoon, like that's the first band. Like, and everybody was like, "Oh, cool, I'm done with my day now. I just fucking <laughs> broke 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 my elbows at, at a Slipknot show because I'm, I'm a, in the hospital." <laughs> so yeah, man, they were they were insane. Uh, they were th their whole like their whole marketing aspect was was Perfect. unreal. Yeah, it was perfect. They fucking so, nailed I mean, it, bro. But but Ross and that music really fucking, mm -hmm. just, you know, it was just like oh, yeah. the hammer on the fucking head. And yeah, they changed everything. They changed the course. They created deathcore. I really do feel it. I feel like they I did. feel like it internal. I feel like internal bleeding. Yeah, is is the is the granddaddy of deathcore. Yeah, and fucking and Slipknot really just like was just like they yeah, opened this it up. Happened. This is how you groove. Yeah, and they fucking nailed it perfectly, <laughs> literally, dude. Um, Hell yeah! This was did a you, what's that? Yeah, did you want to get? Did you want to answer the? Question? Uh, I mean, if you want, I, I wrote them down or just like saved them so we didn't get so they didn't get buried yeah, yeah, in the I, chat. I'd be happy to answer those. Corey asked, "What was it? Uh, do you prefer to write lyrics pattern slash pattern solo, or with heavy input from bandmates or both?" Is that uh, like both? a group? Yeah. Both. It's kind of like a per, it's a per situation. Um, yeah. In Suicide Silence, uh, Alex and Mark are very heavy in the in the in the writing. Oh, um, cool. They're they're two people that are, you know, they they just kind of like filter what I'm doing because I, I tend gotcha. to write a lot. I tend oh, to like do. overwrite. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just like because. And know, sometimes you gotta like trim it down. Just yeah. Like too uh, much like, for a exactly. song. I'm, 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 I'm very matter of fact, you know, I, like when I write lyrics, I like I I have to I have to kind of like I like to explain my metaphors in a way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you want so, yeah. So I ha so like you know, Mark and Mark and Alex like sit and go, "Okay, cool. Like, well, this is this is, you know, this is a great idea. Let's let's find a different way to say it." Yeah. Um but for the most part, like I mean, they leave a lot of my shit alone, you know, like I mean, That's cool. You know, I've been I've been writing I've been writing so since high long. school, you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, and I I was creative writing in high school. I was I was in all the fucking writing clubs. I was a I was a really work in high school. Yeah, I was a That's I was a so drama rad. geek band dude. Fucking in fucking <laughs> writing club, like it, yeah, I was. I, I have like I my first my first poetry was like published in fucking high school. Wow. So. Yeah, I mean, that's it was cool, self-published, but still, it's like yeah, dude, that's rad, though. It's, it was done, you know. So I mean, yeah. it, I have that, I have that experience. So I don't, I don't really get a lot of, a lot of input unless it's like a must, you know. It's like, hey, I have the sick idea, and I'm like, yo, that idea is actually sick as fuck. Let's yeah, it, you know? let's do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's cool though. What was like your first? I mean, from me, uh, what was like your first? What was the first serious band you were in? Was it All Shop Parish? First serious band was a band called Gun Metal Gray. Gunmetal Gray. Yeah, we were signed to a record label called Indianola. Oh, bro. Yeah, wasn't that label out of like Florida? Uh, no, Indianola Records. No, Indianola, I think, was in like I want to say like 
Arkansas or some shit like that. It was somewhere down there. Yeah, it was in the south. Did they have bands um, like across five Aprils and stuff on it? So they eventually they did. Yeah, eventually. But at first, were you like early on? They, dude, it was nothing. They were nothing. So it's like they picked us up. Wow. And eventually, okay. and we're just like, yeah, we'll press this fucking little record that you guys have. And before that band could play our first show outside of the Bay Area, everybody uh -huh. just broke up. Really? Yeah. It was. Just, so it just. Yeah, it's just it ha It's exactly what happens with bands. Um, yeah. And this, you know, this this heavily ties into, <clears throat> heavily ties into you know, young and up and coming bands. Like, the biggest. That's why, like us older bands, the biggest like kind of advice we ever give is is is, is stick to it. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. You just everybody. Have to. Everybody who has played music with me has had the talent to really make it in this in the world. Yeah. You know, they've been great musicians, great writers, but what happens is you end up shooting yourself in the foot. Like you end up yeah. you know, you end up walking away from a great experience because you're anxious, because things aren't happening at the pace that you would like them to. Yeah. Um, you know, because people haven't found your music and haven't gotten to Discovered it yet. So you're yeah. all of a sudden you all of a sudden you're just, you know, discouraged. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there are bands out there that are fucking amazing that never get the credit they deserve. Like Never. You gotta, you gotta think of like that band Anvil. Oh, I know. And fucking, and that band um, Exhorter. Exhorter, yeah. Dude, Exhorter is the biggest fucking example of a band that got fucking just steamrolled by reality. Big like, time. And I work with them too. That's a, I work the with dude, them. You do? That's yeah. Cool. From Texas, right? Uh, no, Louisiana, New Louisiana. Orleans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right there, next door. But it's, yeah, but yeah, it's like, but. Early they on, they sound. got. Yeah. They had that sound before fucking Pantera. Pantera. Pantera said, "Hey, we can do this. We can do it better." Pantera legitimately <laughs> ripped them off. Like that's where. <laughs> I mean, that's the band. So, it's crazy. So I mean, there's so, there's so much of that, and you have to understand that that is a possibility mm -hmm. that might happen. This can happen, and that's yeah. a, and that's just okay. Like, if I was gonna sit there and and fucking get pissed off on every band that's superseded my band that's fucking taken, uh a stylistic choice that I've made that really set us apart from somebody that fucking they've taken it and done better with it. Mm -hmm. uh, if I fucking sat and got angry about it, I'd be fucking really pissed off, dude. Like, yeah. You really would be pissed off, dude. Cause, uh, I mean, it's just what happens. Not, to, so. not, not, not to toot my own horn, but it's like all, you know, the bands that I'm in started this shit. <laughs> like yeah. really like, I know, uh, you know, we're part of a fucking movement. That Big was time. fucking creating a new style of music that fucking everybody considers, you know, a scene and a style. So oh, yeah, I mean, I remember when All Shall Perish started popping off too, and I was like, "Whoa, this is wild! This band's insane!" And yeah. even when Suicide Silence came out, I was like, "What the exactly. fuck is Dude, this? Who was doing the faceless? What the fuck? The first 100%. faceless too? Jesus! I mean, that so was it's like, yeah. You know, Crazy. you can sit there and say all you want, but it's like I'm not gonna get angry." at these kids who came up and fucking you know am i gonna get angry because Whitechapel's a sick band no dude like no. why no i know. You know i i will get i will get pissed off if a fucking band sits on their fucking hinds and doesn't do shit with their name yeah for sure yeah that'll you irritate know? me i will i'll fucking get pissed off if a band just fucking sits on their hinds and fucking doesn't change doesn't change up their style and fucking goes well this is my little circle and i'm gonna fucking sit to it yeah it is gonna piss me off yeah. If you're gonna act afraid in this fucking scene, you're you're fucking worthless to me. I know. Like, 
Like, you gotta try to push the boundaries. You gotta push. Like, you gotta push it, man. You can't just stay. Bro, we left high school. Yeah. High school's over. <laughs> high school's fucking over, dude. Like it's fucking done. It's been done. And if you're still in fucking high school, worrying about what people fucking think about you, I'm sorry. Stop being a musician. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's if you can't giving get past that. It's giving music a fucking sour taste, dude. Like it really is. No, you're right. A hundred percent. And I don't. I'm tired of being sad about the state of music. I want it to be cool again. I want it to be like. I want people to fucking feel like they can change the world with music because I feel like people don't, and I feel like that's where people give up. Mm -hmm. So don't give up. Yeah, just keep with it. All the musicians that I've worked with that haven't made it or haven't put their best foot forward or have made it and then dropped it, it was that. It was that they stopped. And they, they stopped. stopped yeah, a, a lot of bands. I, I dude, so many that would just like stop before, yep. and it's like, man, this band could have made it, you know. This band could have fucking done it, and they mm -hmm. just gave up so early, and it's sad. Yep. Uh, um, what it would uh, there was another question that yeah before the step uh, it was from Benny, uh, Dan. I asked this with Dave. Uh, he means Dave from Signs of the Swarm. But for Eddie, how much pressure did fans put on you when you joined Suicide Silence? With the, so I've yeah, I've I read the question. Uh, to okay. answer that question, I've never had anxiety in my whole life. Um, I've never broken out in hives or had any physical reaction mm -hmm. to pressure. Yeah, it never um, made you have that. I, never in my life have I ever dealt with that. Like um, up until when I joined Suicide Silence. Yeah. And uh, you know, I've I have a lot of things in, that happened to me as a kid. Mm -hmm. that make me a perfect candidate for being in a touring band, being a musician. Um, you know, I have mechanisms in my psyche that really make me perfect for being on the road because I yeah. don't, I don't lose it. Yeah. Um, which is, yeah, it's a rare thing. And part of that is not having any physical reaction to pressure because when you're on the road, there's a hell of pressure every day. So much there's pressure. A business, yeah. there's, there, you're at work every second of the day. And if your brain isn't thinking about what you could be doing, better mm -hmm. how to change your show how to get better as a singer at a you know whatever it is from the minute detail to the largest detail yeah if you're not thinking about that stuff you're gonna get steamrolled yeah and 100%. and it does take a certain amount of you know there is a level of like well i'm built for this shit there's been so many people that i know that just they're killer smart people great musicians you would think that they would be able to handle being on the road and they they, they, they cave you know they, it's it's hard yeah. So not everyone that, can do that it. being said, that being said, that's me. And when I joined Suicide Sounds, I had my first case of like, you know, I broke out my whole left shoulder, broke out in a massive hive rash. Holy shit. Um, yeah. I mean, wow. I went, I went from being a nobody that couldn't get a thousand people following him on Instagram, <laughs> being in a band that was mentioned by Metallica playing on stage with Metallica, yet I couldn't get 1500 people to follow me on instagram yeah to all of a sudden ten thousand people rolled into my page out of nowhere and you got all eyes on you a hundred percent yeah because every eye was like, on you as soon as you joined i remember and it didn't and it didn't stop yeah it was like uh, people were people were expecting me to fucking just and yeah that's that's exactly what i gave them you know like I yeah fucking, I took a nosedive of my career because at the end of the day, I was never in it for the likes or for the fucking, for the attention 
I was never in it to be everybody's fucking hero. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, I, I, I wanted to be an instrument in a band. That's yeah. always been my, my, my MO. I hate singers. I fucking hate, <laughs> I hate I, singers. I hate singers. I hate when people compare me to a singer. Oh yeah. Like, I could imagine. As in like, I would, that would annoy as me. As in like, Oh, you're just, you know, you're one of those singers, you know, it's like, ah, dude, it, no, dude, no, uh, no, 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 no. I'm literally one of the most like, like, why people make fun of me because i'm not like my band makes fun of me because i'm not that fucking egotistical fucking dude that steps up i mean i do have that element to me obviously like there's there's a reason i can go on stage and fucking control the crowd yeah but a big majority of, of who i am is the fact that i'm like i give space that's mm-hmm. part of my magic in music is i i give space to other people so they can play their instrument you know no that's great uh, you know, like I, 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 I give space within the art, you know, like I'm, that's, that is who I am. I've, I've always had that mentality. It's like, I, I want to, I want to co-create with people and I want to be a part of something, not have it be my show that fucking everyone. Yeah. Is just part you. Of. Yeah, exactly. Which is, which is what the singer that everyone hates is. It's like, they are, the, <laughs> you know, that, and, and I've met a lot of those singers and honestly, they're not fucking shitty people, you know, yeah, like, no. you know, there are, there are people out there. I will name some one person who is a perfect example is fucking Dave Mustaine. But oh, it's yeah. like it's almost like I feel like that guy does it on purpose. I feel like he like <laughs> yeah, got he, a repu- he got a reputation and and just like stuck with it and like mm-hmm. he he almost does it now so that you get the joke. Yeah. Like <laughs> like we were we did we did Mayhem tour together in 2011 yeah. and Damn I disturbed. was at catering uh-huh. and I opened the door for Dave Mustaine. Oh. I'm literally holding the door open with this grand gesture of like, Mr. Mustaine, please, uh, <laughs> you know, Step basically fucking bowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fucking, and fucking, got, he gave me one of these. What? And just fucking like, like put his what? arm on my chest, put his arm on my chest as if he needed to push me further than I was already holding the door. <laughs> oh my God, dude. <laughs> If you don't have one of those experiences with Dave Mustaine, have you really met Dave Mustaine? <laughs> have you really met him? Have you really? Oh, that's dude, so it was fucking, fucking unreal, dude. Funny. And it's like, it's like, it's that guy, that guy has it because it's on purpose. But it's there's there's hella bands out there. I mean, uh, I won't go too far. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, Suicide Silence was a fucking frontman led band. You know, yeah. fucking Slaughter to Prevail is a frontman led band. You know, uh, is it people, good you know, there's, a, it, it is a thing and, it those, is. and that those bands tend to flourish because people like that personality with whether or not they really don't like it yeah. on, a, on a personal level. That's, that's a desirable personality, you know, a very confident fucking headstrong leader, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so, so it was, yeah. a, it was a good amount of pressure. Mm-hmm. Thank when you. Uh, thank yeah. you, Corey. And the fucked up part is that I, I, the fucked up part is I do know that. Um, yeah, I know that a lot of people have listened to my voice and been like, "Hmm, oh, oh, I didn't know you could do that." <laughs> oh, um, you can really do that. <laughs> and 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 a lot of people have you know taken it as a blueprint. Oh, so if I do this, you know, that can I can. I can really, you know, range my voice like this. Oh, I can teach myself new ranges. Oh, I can shape, you know, the higher end of my voice to sound like this. If mm-hmm. I if I fuck with this dual tone, 
Um, a lot of people have been coming up to me being like, oh, dude, I, you know, I heard that you learned a little Tuvan throat singing from, you know, you know, uh, you know, Mongolian throat singing. And that really helps, you know, your style. I've tried to do the same thing and I've looked it up and, you know, that stuff is wow. really cool. For me. It, it's really inspiring. Um, and yeah, I do to know hear that. I, 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 it's good to hear it. Um, but I do know, and I do see it and I really appreciate like the, um, I'll, I'll shout him out right now that the, the singer of enterprise earth. Oh, um, really? Damn. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a beast. Uh, he may not say it. And you know, I've, I know that dude's talked shit about me in the past, Oh. but that dude for sure. Uh, 100% is a, a dude who practices my school of fucking screaming. Wow. You know, he has, he has the same tonality, same, same approach, you know? And, yeah. And I, I was, I'm really fucking stoked on that dude's voice. You know, I think he's a fucking amazing. Um, yeah, dude, he's a, he's pretty, dude, he's pretty fucking solid. I mean, I remember hearing him back in, in front of Annihilator and be like, whoa, okay. But he's come up a lot. Yeah, I mean, he's. You know, to each their own. You know, yeah. The, the, a lot of people capitalized in the when I uh, when I tanked. You know, the, when I took a, a political nosedive. Um, you know, a lot of people uh, took that opportunity to fucking be like, ah, yeah, I can get some clicks if I was fucking doing this. Yeah. Yep. What was that that it, one? You raided me. Asked, it made me cry because there are people too, and we should hit. He should hit me in the face with a water bottle for asking that. Oh. That sucks, dude. Wait, where? That's a shitty, uh, that's a shitty fucking situation. I man. once asked Bruce when was at Jesse Smith if he would take a picture of me because I asked that. Jesse berated me and actually made me cry. Wow. Because yeah, there, sucks. there are people too, and he should hit me in the face with a water bottle for asking that. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> well, first off, you should you... laugh at that experience now. Yeah, you should laugh at it now, for sure. Yeah. First off, um, I hate first. I hate taking pictures. I hate it with a fire. Yeah, I don't like taking pictures either. Trust me. Mom, you ask me to take pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. I would like. I would like seriously swear at my mom. But if a fan asks me to take a picture, I will fucking. If I can, I will stop everything I'm doing to take a picture. Yeah. Um. The only times I have I've ever walked away from a situation like that is because. I have a pressing thing going on or yeah, you have something there for two hours and I'm like, all right, dude, I'm fucking I'm tired. I'm fucking done. Yeah. I need to drink some water and sit down. Yeah. You know, I need to um, clear my mind now. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's like, I mean, those are really the only two times I've ever stepped away and I still get called a, a dick for fucking stepping away. So, I mean, it's unavoidable. It to is. feel like that. So it is just try to understand that Corey. Oh yeah. They definitely. are, they are people too, you know, so somehow you know, just have a really bad day. They have to go to their food. They, you know, they, their brother might have called him a fucking gay lord that morning. And <laughs> Some bullshit happened. <laughs> really out. Uh, so you just never, never know. Um, thanks for the posture check. Uh, yeah, I want to Danny's question. Um, anything I've learned oh. from being in suicide silence is that your perception you of your career is not the perception of your career um your perception of self uh is very different on how other people see you and the biggest mistake you could ever do is to uh limit yourself by saying i'm never going to become a caricature of myself yeah 
uh, you are going to become a caricature of yourself. Um, you are 100%. People are going to latch onto one physical thing about you mm -hmm. that they can identify with. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's 100% that. Uh, the biggest thing you can ever do to ruin your own career is ruin your career. It's to, it's to genuinely step in it. Um, I didn't think that, you know, the followers on Instagram mattered, uh, that all that stuff mattered. Cause I was being in my mind, I was being all punk rock and being like, no, I want to stay true and fucking this and change everything of mine. But the reality is it's like, you are, you are pigeon pigeonholing yourself when you decide to do metal. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, people are instantaneously gonna have a perception of who you are. Yeah. And it's sad, but it's true. And the thing is, we write scary music for scary people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's never going to be anything that changes that. So, yeah. As long as you stay true to that, you're always going to be successful. Um, the self-titled is one thing that I'll always bring up in this, in this instance. Mm-hmm. That was a purposeful decision to make something that was off-putting because in, if we wanted to step into the world and make a pretty fucking record, that ain't fucking metal. It isn't, no. And we made a record that pissed all of you guys off. How fucking metal is that? <laughs> it is really metal. I went back and, to it a few weeks ago, and I was like, okay, I actually do like this. <laughs> it, At it, first, it, it was you know, such a big change. It was just like... I guess compared to like the job for a cowboy EP, and then they went. I can't. Like, I can't listen to it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it's a stupid heavy record for me. Like, uh, like mentally. Well, I know the lyrics were right. Yeah, it's 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 a hundred percent about my family, yeah. about me, about my addictions, about my problems. Yeah, it's stuff that I was afraid to talk about that I brought to light. That fucking when I listen back to it now and I hear the nuances of why we picked those takes uh -huh. and re remembering where I was mentally at that moment. It, yeah. It, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, I have legitimate PTSD from it. Yeah. <laughs> was that, uh, you were, ne were you ever that like, um, any other lyrics in suicide silence and all shall perish were that personal or was this Ooh. the one record? Yes. Yes. I have written stuff that's personal. Yeah. Path, but it's always been with the, in this like positive intention. I got you uh this like there's a moral behind this there's a lesson behind this yeah um that record was 100 percent nihilistic it was me genuinely taking my chest and heart ripping it open and seeing the gore seeing yeah. seeing the years that were lost between my father and i you know yeah. uh because he ran away from responsibility mm -hmm. uh seeing the years of silence between my mother and I, because I didn't want to man up and listen. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, seeing the years that were separating, you know, the relationship between my mother and Doris and it fucking Doris, her sister. Yeah. And yeah, it yeah. completely annihilated the family. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Family. It, was like, it was, you know, we had a fucking really, we have a really strong family. My grandfather was a, my grandfather was a head of the fucking family type motherfucker. He had, really? yeah, he was a, he was a politician. He was, oh, he was wow. a big wig. He, op he opened up schools. Whoa. He was a fucking, yeah, he was a dude. 
Holy you know, shit. And, wow. and we had a really, we have a really strong family. Like the name, the name Pacheco is it is a name that rings very true in a lot of fucking in a lot of countries. It's 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 it's, it's a very well established name. Yeah. And that's, that's he, wild. you know, he was that he was of that blood. You know, like you could tell that he mm. ran shit and just this like this divide between Doris, my mom's yeah. uh, sister, yeah. and her. Like literally put a fucking massive divide in the family, and I mean, for a while, right? It was like years. Yeah, I I personally personally don't have ties to my family. Like I don't reach out to my family. I don't talk to them because of that. Those ties, because of those situations. So yeah, the record's fucking brutal for me. Probably the most brutal record. I can't. I can listen to other stuff and not have any kind of emotional reaction or be like, "Oh, that's where I was in that point." Yeah. This is. This is like very. It, it grows with me. It like changes with me every time I listen to it. I hear different things. I hear the mix differently. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Thank you, Danny. I appreciate it. A, a lot of people who are here now, they do like the record. You know, I, I but uh, there's a, a shit ton of people who don't. You yeah. know, there's a shit ton of people who don't. Were like you guys it. like prepared for that? That was the point. Okay. Yeah. Chris Garza looked at me before we wrote the record and said, we are burning every bridge, every bridge with an agent. Uh, by the way, it was Nick Storch. That was the name that I was oh. looking for earlier. Okay. He put us on the tour. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Uh, we burned bridges with every fucking agent. Uh, we fired our manager, which is probably the biggest mistake that we did uh, along with a couple of other mistakes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that was the point. It was, it was we were there to i i remember the point where i re- looked at ross before we started actually recording vocals and looking at him and being like hey dude what are we doing and him going we're going to write something that is works for you and then we're going to throw it into the ocean after it's done <laughs> and that was the mentality it was wow. like yeah it was no point at no point ever did I say, "Hey, the fans are gonna like this"? Yeah, you never. Yeah, you guys I was like, were... and, "Was like, we would listen to stuff and be like, oh my god, the fans are gonna cringe hard at this.'" Mm-hmm. And it was like, "Yeah, it was on point, on purpose." Yeah, I, I, I have an ear, guys. I know how to fucking intonate myself. Yeah, believe it or not, guys, I have about as close to a perfect pitch ear as you can get. But besides having a fucking legitimate perfect perfect pitch, I'm like four megahertz. Four tenths of a megahertz off from perfect pitch. Wow. So I know how to fucking sing in tune. We kept it. We kept fucking takes like that because I was in the middle of fucking crying. And the shit that people make fun of, that fucking tee thing, was me, me fucking crying. Like literally. And that dude fucking bullied me. <laughs> like, like, that is, that's the joke. That's the yeah. part that no one fucking gets. Yeah. No it's, one I turned you all into the bullies that you guys got. It was really horrible to see. Like, I felt bad. I felt like I should have never done that. You know? Yeah. Because it, because it really puts people in a fucking primitive state when you hear something that really touches you down to the core, really affects you, really moves you. Mm-hmm. Even if it's, oh, it's something that you're getting a fucking legit <clears throat> reaction from. Yeah. And watching the scene do exactly what I feared which is act like humans mm-hmm. it re- it was like it was an experiment gone wrong like yeah we're scientists man 
musicians mm-hmm. or scientists. And one of the things that pisses me off is these scientists aren't willing to fucking blow up their experiments. No, I know. A lot of bands are, you know, they're very scared to do something different. Yep. They want to stay in like the same formula in a sense, which, okay, I get it. But sometimes it's like, maybe you should try something different because you need to, or maybe that'll work out better or, you know, yep. it's just something different than the norm that you've been doing and you've been writing. hundred percent, you know? And I mean, and, and we, that record helped us find a love for our style too. to, yeah. you know, become, become the hunter. Yeah. I was just going to want to go into that. Thanks for putting that up. Yeah. You know, become the hunter is 100% who we are. That's our band. For sure. That yeah. Is- violence you know like that's not a band that should change their name like Mm-mm. lest you forget that we still write fucking crushing fucking brutal shit oh yeah the band um and you can hear it on that record a hundred percent uh 100 you know and thank you steph that's i mean that's the, the position that i would hope most people would have yeah and to be honest we did weed that out like the people that stuck around for suicide silence are the people who are who are genuine yeah who have something to gain from us who fucking aren't trying to utilize the coolness of the name to fucking get in good mm-hmm. when they actually really hate the band. Yeah. Cause that's, that is the problem with, with suicide silence is they've always had more haters and people who are willing to watch. And this is before I even joined the band. Oh yeah, definitely. I remember like, Yeah. Like, the band's always had like some sort of haters. Like it's insane from the get go. Mitch was the most hated dude in the fucking deathcore scene before yeah. he passed away. It's you guys funny. all, you guys only know him as like Mitch, this hero, like angel. But yo, people hated him. They made fun of his voice. Yeah, they bullied yeah. him. And I would watch that dude fucking fall apart. Wow. Nobody fucking talks about that shit. Yeah. No. They talk Nobody about that does. dude being, and, and honestly, that's kind of hard for me to say, but that's fucking true. Yeah. I just showed you guys what suicide silence really fucking has to deal with because I am really easy to be made fun of. I've been made fun of since I was in fucking all shall perish. People make fun of my looks. People make fun of who I am. They've called me fat. They could, you could, you could fucking name it, dude. Yeah. You've done it yeah all. I've been told everything in the fucking book. And I knew that it, I could write a record like that to take it and become the hunter is a hundred percent. us showing you guys that, Yo, I'm not going fucking anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm still as long I'm as it tied, is fucking I'm tied to this fucking game. Start. Like I'm, yeah. I'm I'm tied to death metal, I'm tied to metal. And in order for me to have the longevity that I need to have in order to do this forever, I had to write a record like our self-titled. I was going to yeah. write it with Suicide Sounds or with All Shall Perish, it didn't fucking matter, dude. I was going to yeah, write a crazy ass record. Yeah. Some of my you favorite music someone. is fucking this like crazy personally violent music that fucking everybody hates dude when i put on music for other people they hate it yeah. it's because I listen, to, I, listen to sh- I listen to shit that fucking tears you apart inside that makes you fucking think for a second yeah the fucking you can't talk over or play a video game while you're listening to it because it's it's it, it seeps into your fucking core and that's yeah. that's the shit that i want to write yeah and it's you. it's it's hard for me because that nobody likes that shit no, no, no. <laughs> you know it's like, it's like wanting to fucking paint a jackson pollock and not being jackson pollock you know mm-hmm. yeah like you know 
nobody's gonna like you just fucking throwing paint onto a fucking onto a canvas and, yeah and being like pay me ten thousand dollars for this <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. i mean yeah so and the thing is is this also ties into my suggestion to new and up and coming bands it's like realize that you are pigeonholing yourself if you, sure. you you are, are branding yourself and you better be ready for, to be that brand yeah, regardless dude. of how you feel about brands yeah. kev what's up dude yo what up kev <laughs> my man kev i love kev waiting for that new merciless concept record Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> give me, give me, give me, give me, give me that. Who did you? What guys... else are you doing, Quarantine Lord, dude? Huh? What? It's like, what else are you doing, Quarantine Lord, dude? <laughs> Just Kev Muller. I see you playing video games. Let's write some music, bud. Oh man, <laughs> we need Eddie and Kev on a track. Oh shit. Have you? Yeah, you guys never. Yeah, I have an. I, I have. I, I never even could. But, uh, Duh. <laughs> oh, what the, what the... <laughs> Kev, you know a I've song always... together. Yeah. That'd be sick. Kev, what I've always wanted that? to actually start a band that I don't sing in. That's oh. slammed up. Wait, can you play guitar or anything? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I mentally yeah. write shit, but yeah, I have my little, I have my little ESP. Oh, you do. Hi. Oh. And it's a lefty. Are you a lefty? lefty? I... Yeah. No shit. Yacht, but I got it. I got <laughs> Kevin Eddie on a new last ten track. Yo, that would be so <laughs> sick. Y'all, hey, uh, hey y'all uh, need to do that, <laughs> please. I'll do the teehees all day, baby. <laughs> I got, I got you on the falsettos. I got you on the falsettos. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Oh, that's good. That is fucking good. Jesus. Yeah, man. It's, but yeah, it's I only mean, taken me two years to laugh at that. It's okay. How long did it take you guys to write Become the Hunter? Was that like uh, right that, after? That took a, long, a lot longer than it should have because of internal shit. Like, okay, yeah. Um, like... Alex, Alex had some personal stuff to deal with. Yeah. Um, he actually... Um, oh, shit, Steph, that's the third yeah. time... Yeah, that's for, yeah. Let's, uh, uh, the answer to that, in the long and short, is that I'm taking lessons so that I can give lessons. I am not a oh. teacher any fucking means, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm stoked to start, but I don't feel ready to. Uh, I don't feel ready to do it yet. Um, I feel like it, I would be a very a big disservice to anybody that was giving me money. So uh, until I'm ready, yeah, but soon enough. Uh, um dk showed me the album last summer and i loved it uh become the hunter yeah dude become the hunter is a fucking i crush. love the fucking record it's you a, know, it's when a... the first single came out i was like oh fuck yeah like, yeah we were people are like oh they're not gonna come back from this all i'm like dude they're we're... gonna come back and smash you in the fucking face dude That's exactly what they're gonna do and they and you guys came out <laughs> the first thing i was like there you go <laughs> what you think they don't have it anymore or something of course, they can write this shit. Still, what the fuck I, I love it, it, people. People started uh, comparing me to like the changes that Corey Taylor went through in his voice. Oh, really? They were like, "Oh, dude, Eddie just He's... lost his screaming voice. He blew it out. He's not a dude anymore." <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of people say that about singers too. Oh, he blew it out on this record. It's like, no, he just might be doing something different for this doing record. Something 
different, dude. Something yeah. that I'd never done before. Oh, man. Oh, shit. We got Alpha Omega up in here. What's hey, up, gosh. baby? What's up, baby? <laughs> dude, I love seeing all the homies in here, dude. I I, it, it's been this little it's community, community right here. It's it's so they, tight. They they pop in fucking everyone's streams and it's fucking incredible. Let's show everyone. What we love. need what we need to do, y'all, is start branching out. You guys need to start going to other people's streams and being like, "Hey, these streams over here, pretty cool." Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to just get more people like involved with Twitch, like sign up for it. I'm like, check it uh -huh. out, like. Like there's a lot of like, especially like metal people, like metalheads. I'm like, yo, like, it's a lot of fucking metalheads streaming, dude. Like, you should get up on this. Like, this is sick. Like, a lot of cool people too. I mean, I didn't have the time to do any of this until the fucking pandemic happened, and now I'm like full on in. I will say this: if What's you're that? in a band, and being in a band slightly stresses you out, as in like doing all <laughs> the fucking social media stuff. This is going to stress you out further. Like it can, yeah. You know, I deal with that. Like I'm not, I'm not the biggest social media dude. I hate social media. Yeah. The reason I finally gave in to Twitch <clears throat> is because um, I feel like this is, I feel like this social media is the kind of the best, the best conglomerate of it all. One, um, yeah. I yeah, it's it really. Well. They, you know, like I said earlier, it really does give an opportunity for you to get actual support from your followers yeah um and not have to like not have to rely on asking people to stick to a, an algorithm that they're going to change in a month you mm -hmm. know like it, it's instagram and it's pretty crazy yeah it, facebook no, prime it, example instagram facebook like facebook, you have to pay you have garbage. to pay them to to maybe get your ad out yeah like, it's it's and sometimes not, um, it, it, they don't it doesn't even work i've done ad i've done so many facebook ads throughout so many bands um my own tour you know devastation bloodletting and stuff and they would it, it would be target it would get targeted to the wrong people and uh -huh. it would just and like what the fuck is this thing doing it's, it's fucks up and it's like you lose that money but yo real quick is devastation has devastation of the nation been always been your tour or, or mm -hmm. is that something that you hopped into with uh with steph no it was always mine i booked oh, a tour snip. i booked i booked a king conquer tour in like yep. 2011 and me and chris the drummer came up with the name but it Dude. wasn't gonna be like a branded tour it was just for that tour we were trying to come up with a name for their tour so i booked that tour in, at the in? DNA Lounge, oh, back in like oh wow, it was like 2011. I'm pretty. Was that year 2011? Yeah, like 2010, 2011, something yeah, like that. Because that's when I was booking. I was booking. I booked from like 2009 to 2011. Okay. And then I joined, and then I went on tour and came back and, oh dude, the DNA Lounge meets you, man. Um. Yeah, uh, place, a lot, some yeah. some shady shit there, but yeah, yeah, man. I I, I booked that. I booked that fucking tour. I remember that. Damn. It was. I, 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 I always thought because it came through me, it came to me through Steph. Was it and Steph and like... Steph and I, Steph and I, um, I, it was either Steph maybe beginning to help you out. No, nah, like, was, hey, I... this was before me and Steph knew each other. He might be referring oh, okay. to a different tour. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe one no, of it was I, I remember it was Devastation of the Nation, dude, because I, I remember oh. thinking that I heard. To to be one hundred percent transparent, I always yeah. thought that 
it was a poorly translated name. <laughs> Devastation of the nation. It was just like too. It was like too much. It's like well, at uh, first it was like, gonna be that, and then we changed it. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, and it. Uh, I was, I was, I was like, like, no, oh, let's be honest. Of course, it's Steph's tour. Of course, he wrote it. He wrote it wrong. <laughs> I love Steph. So, so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> Different That's, Steph. Yeah, it was. I, I was yeah. always like wanting to do something like, uh, I guess, Summer Slaughter, right? I was like, I, I want like yeah. my own thing, but make it slightly different and get bands on it that don't tour often. I guess like not every band, but like at least like one or two bands that don't come here often or tour here at all, really, and and get them on this tour. Yeah, and we I think we executed that the last. Well, if this year actually happened with Rotten Christ, it would have been the, this year and last year with Dark Funeral and stuff. So it was like, yeah, that's been my point. I want to make it special and just have like these like Borknagar who hasn't been here in twenty fucking years. You know, it was like. That when I landed them on the tour, I was like, "Oh my god!" And people were like, "Yo, you got Bork? You know, you got Bork? Like, what? <laughs> we, we thought they were never coming back here ever again." Dude, European bands stay alive, man. Yeah, they do. They do, they man. stay alive, dude. Have, do you, Long you know, how time, stoked are you, bro. How stoked are you on the cadaver fucking shit? The cadaver shit. Uh, cadaver just released a record di- during oh, the quarantine. I did not know that. And yo, they haven't. I mean, literally, like the last thing they released was like in like 2011, oh, right, yeah. and then before that was like 94. Yeah, <laughs> it, was like, it was like it was like something crazy. 98. Like or oh, no? Yep. Hold on. What? Unless Spotify is wrong. 1988 and then 2019. Yep. Whoa. Oh, yeah, that was, was a like single. Some, something insane like that. And then. Wow. Talk about Origin, Chrissy, and Aeon as a fucking tour black. is unreal. Yeah, they're that was black. a good lineup. Yeah, that was the devastation 2015. A lot of people were stoked on Aeon. I mean, that band you can't fucking you can't fuck with Aeon. Nope, you cannot fuck. Same way you can't fuck with Vitriol either, dude. Dude, you can't. Like one of the newer like death metal bands out today. Jesus Christ. Dude, I, I was watching a couple of their videos last night. Just like all horned up and was like, death metal, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking so put intense. on vitriol, dude. And like, I was watching their playthroughs, yeah. dude. They're so cool looking, too. They are, dude. That guitarist is so gnarly. They're like, his it face is big, dude. Oh, dude, Surreption. Surreption. Yo, yeah. Surreption. We played a show with Surreption in, in fucking Sweden. Oh, bro. That's their hometown, too. I wanted to cry, man. That band's incredible. I was so I was best. so hyped during that show that during our set because they played before us during our set I was just full on mean like I got going off. I got I got just like got onto my fucking old school Eddie like death metal mode and fucking <laughs> and I was just running around. Some kid went on stage to take a fucking selfie with me, dude. <laughs> Grabbed his fucking phone and without thinking I just shoot the thing all the way across. <laughs> And I was just like, get the fuck out of my face. Get out of here. Yeah, dude, Surreption pumped me up like that, dude. Same thing with Ingested, dude. Ingested I, we, played that, a, yeah. we played Leeds Fest with, with Ingested once. Oh. And I went down and I, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, put, I hung up the, the retirement gloves and I fucking pitted, dude. Whoa. Came out of fucking, that retirement? I got, pit, I got so pitted, dude. <laughs> I got pitted. <laughs> dude. <coughs> 
Excuse yeah, me. picking up ingested back. It was like tw- late. Or when did I pick him up? Like late 2014. And it's that was because of Wyatt from Last Ten Seconds of Life. He was like, yo. "Yo, you need to pick up ingested," and I was like, "I know that band. I just never really listened to him." And I did. I was like, "Whoa, this is wild." All right, yeah. It was uh. It was sick. They they crushed it on that tour too, dude. It was insane. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they I means because a lot of people don't uh, a lot of people don't realize, but it's a, those European bands that fucking get a shit ton of fucking youtube views mm-hmm. and shit like that they don't come here often like they slaughter don't. prevails been here what twice and they got Two, all three, this fucking times? hype dude like it's insane home, homie has like one hundred and fifty thousand followers on fucking instagram and, and then but his youtube channel jeez dude, dude. Yeah. you ever see his youtube it's insane millions yeah, of views on his videos of, yeah out of control it, so it's like so, so i mean dude and they've only been here three times <laughs> Yeah, like three times. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> true. And true. We don't know the reason. Yeah. We don't I need know. to divulge those reasons. You know. We know. We know. But I'm saying, like, they've only it's... been here three times. And you but... would think they've, they, you, I'm saying that you would think they would have played here More. hella times. And yeah, like, I know. Oversaturated, but no, it's I just know. wild. It is. It's hard to get those guys over here. It is hard. I mean, it's going to be a little bit harder now. I guess. I found out some good news the other day was that they were, well, at first they were trying to up the cost of visas, right? Remember hearing that for bands? Yep. Uh, a few weeks ago it was announced, but now there's, it's been paused. The lawyer okay. that I work with, with a lot of our, a lot of the bands that I work with from Europe told me that the other day, um, that they yeah. paused it. It's, it's not been, off the table. It's been a nightmare. Cause, uh, what is it um you know ginger right yeah 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 um so the singer of ginger is married to alex my drummer oh and i had no fucking she idea. got she finished a tour okay and got stuck out here really um, oh, during the quarantine and they had all these visas fucking just get annihilated like they had like maybe like fifteen hundred dollars worth of visas just get fucking annihilated. oh yeah even though even more than that it's like yeah but still, and yeah. um, after they got married, he was saying that it was like, yeah, they won't even let her back into her own country mm-hmm. unless she gets married to somebody because she can't because her visas were revoked. It's almost like her citizenship is on hold. What the fuck? Yeah, it's it was in fucking insane. She couldn't That's... go home. She was like wow. paying rent to this fucking place. Like she had to have one of her friends go pick up her cat like like oh like in her or where she's from yeah she's she's they're from the ukraine yeah ukraine so she wow so she's, yeah man it was unreal holy shit so how long was she she was she able to she go here back for eventually? eight months oh she's here God. for eight months and it took two months for her to get back and it was after they got married they didn't get married for that reason i mean they've been living together and They've been together together for two years, and they were just like, yeah, you know what? We're going to end up together anyway, so let's get you fucking home. Yeah, let's do Let's just get it done, yeah. (laughs) This was going to happen anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, it's brutal. It's like, so it's it's also (laughs) both. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. she was on the, she was, because she was living with Alex. (laughs) Wow. That's why the fucking, all of a sudden, we had that, you know, all these collaborations between Ginger and Suicide Sciences, because, A, we were exposed we were supposed to go on tour. tour together. Yeah, I know. 
I know. And then B, and then B, uh, fucking, she was living at his house, you know? Yeah. That's crazy, man. A lot of crazy shit happening. <laughs> oh, man. I heard, <laughs> Josh said, I heard about them drinking all of Bone Thug's whiskey on Summer Slaughter and Justin. <laughs> to ingest it, man, up until, like, up until, I think, the Despised Icon tour they did last year, they used to get real drunk on tour. <laughs> like real drunk and then they finally cut it out finally got healthier <laughs> lynn the Dude, drummer yeah. started running lost weight like stopped drinking Dude. on tour like straight up was like hey yeah we gotta stop drinking we're fucking up <laughs> horror stories i mean the english too the english are fucking lords of, of alcohol dude um and you i know, party you guys know with the... them and it's hard it's hard you, you, <laughs> you know up. the you know the black tongue guys, right? Um, not really. So no, I don't really. I worked with them for a little bit, but I don't act. I've never met them before or anything. Well, anytime we were in Europe, yeah. uh, we didn't. We'd want them on a tour. We we're like, fucking, those are our boys. Oh, I love they that. sound the band's amazing. so sick. They, yeah, they they really add this like amazing deathcore, not deathcore doom vibe to the fucking they have show, it. and it's sick as fuck. And uh, when they first started, they were animals. I mean, that Infinite Annihilator video was like just seeing its heights, uh-huh. and then, and then uh, Black Tongue came out right and after, they and they out. were just the like complete opposite of what that other band was. So there was a they had all this height, oh, and yeah. they were drinking like fishes, dude. And I, um, didn't the singer walk out the front door of the Alex, dude? That's what I was getting to. Yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, that's what so I thought. Fucking, so yeah, dude. So he he gets oh so pissed God. one night, gets so fucking drunk that he confuses the the bus door, like the front for yeah, the exit for entrance. the for the, the sorry the, the 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 open the open door to the, like the outside of the bus. He yeah. confuses it for the bathroom door, and he opens the door oh, mid drive, and steps off the fucking bus and falls. I mean, dude, it. We're laughing about it, but yo, know, we were on tour. Dude. We were on tour with them, and that we were like, it. "What the? Were you guys on the same fuck? bus? Right? No, 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 no. We were, we were on the, we were on the bus ahead. They were in, they were in a small, um, like, uh, a, like a, like a little nightliner, like a little baby nightliner. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. Um, they weren't on an actual bus, but they, but those dude. nightliners are built like buses. They're like little mini buses. Yeah, so they have those buses. automated doors that, because it's a, it's a it's like an augmented system. It's not yeah. built in. Yeah. It doesn't have all the fail safes that you would on a real bus. So on a real bus, you can't do shit like that. Yeah, because, you're not going to open it. Because because the driver locks everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, this driver these, has uh, his like lounge. Like, yeah. The driver would have <laughs> so, caught him. I, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> you know? So, so yeah, like the, that can't happen. Dude. But in their little bus, it happened 100%. And yeah, dude stopped drinking after that as tough. Like, he, I mean, it took him a couple years. He went sober wow. and it took him a couple years to have a beer again. But yeah. How fast was the, the Nightliner going? Do you guys know? It was, it was full. They were full on going. But he was so drunk that Dude. he didn't, like, he immediately got knocked out and oh. then just uh, ragdolled. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and all the only thing that happened to him was the first impact of his of his body was his head was his head, was yeah. his head and his shoulders so it's like and and he hit i think it was grass 
so oh. he didn't get he didn't gravel. get like yeah it wasn't like gravel or anything it was just like full-on just like fucking like grass burn grass on the side of his face yeah yeah wow um so he got lucky he got really Real lucky. lucky and he, he knew right away like the next day he was just like dude i can't believe it like he was in he was in shambles for a little while like, i would have <laughs> been too I so like i don't even know what i would i would have done I, you know imagine waking up in the hospital like what i do what happened you i, Wait, walked, what I, I walked off the the what i did i, I did what again i'm alive <laughs> i'm alive still are you are you fucking with me you, that has two reactions. You either go, I'm fucking Superman, yeah. or you go, or you go, holy shit, I'm lucky. And he definitely had the holy shit, I'm lucky. lucky. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, what was I gonna say that? Um, but yeah, that band definitely drinks tough, and they stopped because of nah. being on tour. Because yeah. being on tour, dude, it, it's a whole different thing. Like you can go it out is. once a week and get get your fucking Dude. your drink on and fucking have it be a thing. But a lot of people go on tour with that mentality of like, like oh, day. I'm on vacation every single day. Every nah, day, dude. yeah. And it's just like, dude, it nah, catches dude. up to you. Yeah. And it did It did with Injustice. It caught up to him and they realized it. Yeah. I, I, for me, uh, I was like, yeah, guys. I, I got off the bus one day uh, to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because you obviously yeah you, you guys know what i'm talking about you, you can't, can't go this type the type of bathroom and you can't go you can't this go type two. of bathroom in the bus so i stop the bus we go out i get in at his truck stop and um I, I i go and i look down and it's just oh fuck blood 100 percent blood wow and i was like fuck what just happened yeah and and i go fuck and i started looking up all the fucking symptoms oh, and it's like oh you have aids you are dying of cancer uh so if you if you bleed from your stomach or your butt you're in big trouble yeah now there's something that happens when you drink a lot of alcohol which is you get dried out on the inside and when you dry out your uh, poop it becomes this big old rock that's sitting in your your stomach Oh, and when you man. poop, and when you poop, and when you poop a physical rock, you literally tear the walls of your fucking butt. Oh my god! <laughs> so that was my eye-opening experience because I was drinking. I would put on our writer that I needed for myself one bottle of Jameson every night. Jesus. Um. And. <laughs> wow. I would drink that bottle every single night because my head would be pounding. Yeah. My my neck would be hurting like a motherfucker. Yeah. And I wasn't drinking near to enough water, just because. You know you don't consider that stuff when you're on tour, especially you're like, hey, this Jack and this Jack and ginger ale is liquid, right? Yeah. This is liquid. I'm hydrating. It's made with Um, water. Yeah. And and at the time I was fucking twenty fucking three years old, twenty four, oh, basically of the mentality that like the more you can drink, the cooler you are. And yeah, if you drink water, you can't drink as much because you're staying sober, you know. So yeah, yeah, you know that's that's a legitimate fucking mentality. And then you wake up in utter pain the next day and pooping blood and then you go oh shit maybe i should fucking stop drinking alcohol as much as i do so yeah. that was my i i, I opening experience yeah that would have been yeah. mine too for sure um 
classic. But yeah, like every dude has to go through it a little bit on tour. Some people do it with uh, alcohol, and some people are, you know, workaholics. Yeah. And some people miss their family, and you know, tour will fucking wear on you some way or another. Somewhere, yeah. I'm I'm going blind. I'm going blind in one eye. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Oh from headbanging, I'm I'm, deta- I'm slowly detaching the the retina from my eye. What the fuck? I've never <laughs> heard of that being a reasoning yeah. for going blind. So, when I first started headbanging, I remember when I would headbang real hard, mm. I would see this like little flash of of like, like lots light? of colors. Oh, and when you first like, started headbanging. Yeah, I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, that's probably like my skull like hitting, you know, probably like the, my brain hitting my skull, and I was like, oh, I'm probably giving myself little, you know, little concussions. Oh my god! And yeah. that, as much as that worried me, it wasn't really what was happening. What was happening is every time I saw one of those little lights, it's um, basically like your retina attaches to your eye like this. Yeah. Right. And it's like gripping like this. Uh-huh. And it's like just. You're like, oh, it like goes like that. Oh. Yeah. It, it like detaches off. for like a second and, and detaches again. Yeah. So eventually that happened oh, enough man. to where one of one of the little, little. fingers is like, l- like loosening up. So wow. I'm slowly. It's funny when I look through this eye by myself, I, I watch, sometimes watch TV like that because it makes everybody look like a cartoon. Like their, their heads become like an hourglass yeah, and yeah, one yeah. eye is bigger than the other. So I have my own little filter, dude. It's sick. I have my own little Instagram filter. Oh my God. <laughs> so when did you find that out that that was happening? Uh, just over the last like two or three years. Cause oh, okay. uh, for a while I was just seeing this like little round dot. Okay. That was just float around. And I started looking all that stuff up. And then I had a friend that went through, like they have a degenerative disease in their eye. Okay. Yeah. And they had they had to have like a full on like surgery to get everything attached again. Whoa. And oh, they and, can actually do that. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. They can. Wow. Uh, it's it's fucking horrible. And, I could imagine you, how. Uh, yeah. But, but I, yeah. <laughs> this is a metal. This is a metal podcast, right? This is. Yeah. I mean, this is this is talk about removing yeah. your yeah. eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, so they went through and they were like, oh, you're going through exactly what I went through just on a smaller scale. Okay. Yeah, um, nice. But yeah, uh, be, be careful, folks. So if, you st- if you're he- in a band and headbanging and you start seeing little stars in your eyes, you're not giving yourself a concussion. You're genuinely... There could be something... Loosening up. Yeah. You, you're genuinely loosening up your eyeball. Fuck. <laughs> Be careful, guys. <laughs> careful. Yeah, oh take, my... take care of yourself on the road, man. Yeah, you have Do to. Yoga. yoga. Drink your vegetables. Yes. Eat veggies. Ooh, Sarah's butt's on my stream. <laughs> hi, Sarah. They say hi. <laughs> oh, shit. She's like, no. No. <laughs> Turn the camera off. <laughs> Goodness. Oh, Beachy had a yeah, question. Yeah, but oh, as I was saying, yeah, take care of yourselves on the road. Man. Yeah, you have don't to. Be afraid, don't be afraid to uh, actually take care of yourself. Don't be that nihilistic asshole. I feel like that's just how a lot, a lot of younger. You're, you're going to hurt yourself are. later. You know, don't be afraid to fucking stretch. tone it back on, on the vocals. Stretch. stretch. Take an hour before you go on stage. 
Maybe drink a few yeah. bottles of water. Maybe so you just should one or do that. <laughs> one or two while you're on stage, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's but yeah, man. It's crazy. I had a question from Steph Beachy. He was sure. for, for me. He said, "What was the point in your life where you you knew or found out you wanted to work in the music scene?" I think it was like when I was in like couple ba- like local bands. I was like booking all our stuff. I was like always the guy that like the book the shows for the most part. <laughs> and then the last band I was in, it was a metalcore band. This band called Bless the Fall In. <clears throat> Bless I the did. Fallen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like kind of like an Azalea dying, I don't know. It was a metalcore band. It was like that style. And uh, I joined the band. I didn't start it or anything like that. And uh, I don't know. I kind of got like tired of being in it. And then I quit. And then I was like, I'm going to start booking tours for bands. <laughs> and that's what I started to do. And it just went from there. I got into music, heavily into music, like metal. When I was 13, I got hit by a car. And I got hit by a car. I was living in Florida at the time with my family. We moved down there for a few years, like Orlando. And uh, I hit by a car while I was riding my bike. And I fucking broke my pelvis. I broke my left knee, my right leg, almost broke my back. Um, And it severed a nerve in my left arm, right? That they got repaired and I was able to lift my wrist again and all that. Um, It was gnarly. But at that time I was like bedridden, right? So I was healing and I was just at home all the fucking time. Couldn't do anything. And that's when I had the internet. (laughs) And that's when I literally discovered corn, Deftones, Slipknot. And it went on and I just got so sucked in and it just went from there. Then I started playing guitar in bands and then I was just always handling like the behind the scenes shit. And then I started booking tours for other bands and yep. it just went from there. No one taught me how to do this. <laughs> that that sounds like the, uh, that sounds like the, 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 the mentality. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is, it's funny because earlier someone was like, I would hate if fucking music became like the Hollywood thing. But it's like, hmm. I, I think they missed what I'm trying to get at, which is your story is not uncommon. There's a lot of dudes out there. Like, okay. look at, look at, um, look at, uh, I don't actually remember his, his name off, off top right now, but mm-hmm. he does sound. He does sound for Whitechapel. Oh, um, it's their front. And he has he, he has a he has a paralyzed arm. Okay, I, I, you, I, I don't know have, if you've I, met him before. I'm trying to think who you're talking about. I he may, was, he I was may ori- not. He was originally he was originally the guitarist was, of Chapel. Like, of Chapel, yeah. Whoa. Um, okay. So so now he does sound for them, and that's he got into it because he got hurt. Yeah. And couldn't play his instrument anymore and then goes but i used to do all the behind the scenes stuff so why don't i just fucking do that why don't I do that so i can keep doing and, what and i love e- even yeah. for me that's that's how it happened like yeah i was in i was in all shall perish i was like i know how to do all these tours i've been a tour manager for as long as i've been in the band yeah why the fuck don't i just book these shows and um yeah i mean i i, I just think that in hollywood there is a union for everything yes that's where we're yeah that's where that's what i'm talking about yeah it's like there's an actor's union there's a uh there's a covered so their ass is covered 
in case something like this pandemic happens. You, and and, and be... also, it makes it so that there's a fucking standard. Yeah, like, yo, true. if I want to hire, if I want to hire a person who holds a camera for a living, and this is this, is this gets back to the fucking virtual tour. If yeah. I want to hire somebody to be a, a camera grip for yeah. my virtual tour, they charge a certain amount of fucking money. And there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah, there's no negotiating. Like that, they, there's a standard minimum fucking cost for everybody. Yeah. And yeah. sure, you can negotiate up, and you can negotiate. You can, right? Negotiate down up to the baseline. I got you. But that baseline uh, is there, and everybody agrees that that baseline's good. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. a band should not be going out on tour for less than fucking, you know, fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. And if you can't draw enough to do that then then you're on your own and it's the wild west but th there's like there should be a baseline minimum to enter this fucking world yeah. where everybody's working together yeah, yeah you yeah. know i got you all the big houses are like putting out tours that kind of coincide together and aren't like feeding into you know you're not going to have two tours that are basically the similar fucking bands going out at the same fucking time because you couldn't just book these two bands together because mm -hmm. you couldn't figure it out because both agents were being dickheads. Yeah. That, <laughs> that shit happens happen. all the time. <laughs> yeah. That should not yeah. happen. It should not That fucks happen, everybody. No. Yeah, it does in the long run. Fuck, I mean, it, it, fucks it fucks the fucks scene. Everybody. It fucks the fans. It fucks the agent. It fucks the musicians. It fucks the band. Yeah. Everybody. It all comes back to the band. So, I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, the band is the fucking title. Yeah, the band is. is the name. The band is the brand. It is. I mean, you're. Why are they? Why are they hired and doing these jobs because of the band? Why are the musicians the ones getting fucked in the ass at every step of the way? Yeah. Why is the crew getting fucked in the ass? Why do the agents feel like they're going to get fucked in the ass if they don't fucking act a certain way? Yeah. Why? You know, why do the managers feel like they have to be all secretive and fucking, you know, not talk to this manager or fucking, oh, don't divulge any information, <laughs> dude. I, I, I'll, I'll I say know. it. I fucking I have a a, a a situation with Mark Hunt from uh, Chimera. Yeah, that is the perfect depiction of what I'm talking about. Really, I Eddie Hermita from All Shall Perish in 2009 or something. Uh huh. Texted Chimera. Yeah. Through Facebook, and I was like, "Bro, I fucking love your band since the fucking farm. Uh, what is it? Uh, farm." What is it, Farm Club days? Oh, man. Uh, uh, I, you know, I saw you guys on MTV back on the fucking day. I've been a fan. I've seen your shows hella times. I think you're sick as fuck. I think you're a badass singer. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. All Shall Parish would love to tour with you guys. Yeah, something as simple as that. Something that simple? Yeah. He ran that back to his whole fucking team being like, how come I didn't know about this? Why is All Shall Parish on a tour with us without my fucking approval? And all of a sudden, you're like... What? Wow. Yeah. I had to go and write an apology letter to him. Wow. For that. That is the perfect wow. depiction of how not to conduct yourself in music. Mm -hmm. And everybody conducts themselves like that. Yeah. Wow. So that when I'm saying, hey, we need to bring a little fucking Hollywood into the fucking place. Yeah, dude, he's not a fucking shitty dude. But what what I'm more of what I'm trying to say he that wasn't a shitty reaction on his on his side no there is there is legitimate hierarchy to everything yeah and that is set up and that is an ancient way that is wrong like there needs to be a fucking a separation between 
you know, all the, the politics behind who's speaking to who, what's going through what avenue, yeah. who's doing what for who, because that's when everybody starts to get fucked and everybody starts to get fucked over. Yeah. If yeah. there was like if there was like this blanket fucking union, nobody would be tripping. Yeah. No. You know, nobody if there was this like you know, every right. musician is going to get paid this much when you go out on tour and unless unless you cannot draw this many people to your show and then you can't be a part of the fucking union cuz you can't meet your fucking dues. Yeah, you're not you're not meeting uh, those it, standards in a sense. You know, economy. and yeah. <clears throat> there's nothing fucking wrong with that. Actors do it all fucking day. Yeah. They get paid a why, why can't musicians do it? Why them. can't you know? Why can't agents all be part of a fucking a big group that works together? You know, like it's like it's crazy. That it's not be... like a thing. Yep. It was I mean, and sure, there's thing. politics to everything. There's, I mean, you're not going <clears> to <throat> avoid politics by by starting some sort of union or something. No, some sort of there's always going to be politics and everything. Yeah, but um, I I feel like I feel like uh, it's going to drive something like that would drive people to be more inclined to help an up and coming band, yeah. you know, to not write off the old school band because they're not hot at the moment, you know, like, which is what a lot of people <laughs> do. They're like, Oh, I'm not going to go see that show because that band's tired and old. And yeah. it's not, well, there, there's a reason they're tired. I know there's a reason they're, they're, they're tired and old because nobody went to go see them Yeah, on those unfucking marked tours that they were doing underneath this underneath the radar because somebody else had to promote their hate breed fucking Whitechapel All Shop Parish tour. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? No, I know you mean. It's yeah. it, it, you know, I I saw that I mean that was the first example that I saw was Hate Breed, All Shop Parish, Hate Breed, Whitechapel, All Shop Parish, D's Nuts. Oh god, D's went Nuts on, was on it? I didn't realize. Yeah. This is when John Green was still in D's Nuts too. Um Oh man. So we 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 hit this tour and I was just seeing all these smaller tours that, that got booked underneath it uh-huh. just getting devastated because of it. Yeah. Because of it, because it was booked competition. wrong. Yeah. It was, it was, you know, it was, it was booked. That's one thing that's, yeah. It was booked to kind of beat the other ones instead of being like, yo, we're going to come through week um, one and then let's have follow up. The next two weeks, let's have follow-up tours. No, yeah. it's just so we're not competing and hurting in us hurting there, you guys. There is none of that. There's there is none, none of that, that, dude. There's no consideration for the fan. What you know? What where, that? What position does that put me in? If I want to go see All Shall Perish on this tour, but then I want to go see fucking um, Beneath the Massacre as well, but they're playing on the same night or back to at back. the same time, or even back to back, and you don't have the money to pay for both shows you know there's those exactly. situations too there's dude it's yeah it that happens so fucking much man and it, it gets, it's and so frustrating creates choices yeah fuck a choice yeah man. it does and it's just like shit you're on tour and it's like man our show's fucking shot time oh that's because this band was here last night dude i didn't understand competition i remember doing that it was Suicide Silence. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was Molotov Solution. Oh hell yeah! It was Suicide Silence on their No Time to Bleed headliner. Oh okay. And I remember going to that show and being like, "Why does this show only have 200 people at it?" That's it. And we're talking California. 
I assume, right? Yeah, that's where I live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? So it's like, this is like, you're like, this is unfucking real. Why is this? Why? Yeah, my children, my bride, and Danza. Uh, they, dude, you were like, like, all these crushing ass fucking bands. Sickest lineup ever. <laughs> why is this hurting? Oh, it's because fucking As I Lay Dying was down the street and fucking Asking Alexandria was opening for them and fucking yeah. all these other like poppier fucking bands yeah, yeah, were, yeah. Were, were playing at the same fucking time. Yeah. And you're like, yo, Suicide Sounds uh, agent, why out. didn't you? Why didn't you talk to those other two agents that I know are in your Rolodex and fucking just figure it out? Yeah. Or Book if you knew about later. Yeah. Or like, re, yeah, reroute it. I mean, I've, I've been guilty of it. I, it's happened to me. Not like it's just me not knowing. And it's like you, I book a tour. You know, we set the route. We book the tour. Sometimes like the promoter doesn't even bring anything up to me. That's another thing. Like I've dealt with like promoters not even telling me this shit. And then I find out when our tour gets announced and that other tour gets announced that they're like back to back at this venue. And I'm like, yo, why didn't you tell me this? I would have like rerouted it or done something and gave you a later date. So we didn't have to conflict with or co- compete with that tour. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. It's like, dude, how do you forget? You're looking at the calendar. You see it. If I'm giving yep. you a date and you're like, yo, dude, I got this tour here the next day. That's going to crush your fucking tour. I'm gonna yep. lose money, right? As the and promoter, you're gonna lose money. yeah, we're all losing money, and then you're gonna come to me and say, "Dude, can we get can I get a reduction because like this?" I'm like, "Yeah, bro, are you fucking kidding me?" But you never told me you had that tour the day after or the night before. So now you're asking me for a fucking are you? And it's like I've dealt with those situations more so many times, and you know, going to the band, and this is when you go to. When you have to ask for a reduction, when a promoter's like, can I get a reduction for tonight's show because it tanked or whatever the cause may be, I have to go to the headlining band and ask yep. them if they're okay with taking a reduction. And sometimes it only, the reduction only comes from the, the headliner most of the time. Sometimes, yep. you know, I'll, I'll ask all the bands, depending, it depends. It'll be like the headliner direct support. Because you don't want to ask the opening band who's only getting like 150 or 200 bucks, sometimes less. You can't ask those guys for a fucking reduction. <laughs> yeah. They're already eating shit. So how do you go tell them, y'all, we got to take half your money away? <laughs> you yep. can't. So it's like you go to the headliner. You go to the top band on the tour, and you have to ask them. And it's like I've dealt with that situation, man. And I'm like, why don't, you t- why don't you tell me this, shitty, bro? Man. And as the headlining band, you're you're in, you're put in a shitty position, too. Because you you're like... You're like, I'm sorry, you promoted wrong, but why am I suffering from this? So yeah, yeah. Dan, I, I hate to do this to you, but I have That's to okay. take a piss really. Dude, bad. I have to take a piss too, and I'm pretty sure everyone knows in here <laughs> that I've probably been waiting 45 minutes for Eddie to tell me he has to take a fucking piss. <laughs> all right, all right, P boys. We got you guys want to talk to my chair for a little bit? Dude? Yeah. It's- well, we will be right back. Here we go. I'll <laughs> mute us.
Is that a good P? That, that was, was a solid. Great P. <laughs> oh, damn. Make the internet vomit. I love that name. That's rated oh, shit. seven people. What's up, everybody? Hey, what hey how you that's that. That's one of my mods. Oh, is it? Oh, wait. I've seen yeah. that name. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah that's, that's, I love that name. <laughs> What's going on? Thank you so much. Hell yeah, dude. Sorry, we were taking we were taking a bathroom break. <laughs> yeah, you ra you rated us. We've been literally talking nonstop for two hours. So <laughs> <laughs> we had to do it. We both took pre pre pees too. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. We, we did. both pre peed. Yeah. Just, we're, I was like, yeah, let me pee before I do people. this. <laughs> are those pizza emotes? Those are awesome. Yep, melty pizza emotes. That is so sick. Shoot your follow oh, as well. Hell yeah. What's going on, little, everybody? Little sneaky, dude. Yeah, you got a pre-pee, dude. You got a pre-pee. I drink a lot That's of water. A... I'm constantly drinking water. Water. Me. People I'm think I people drink. think I have a large glass of vodka, but it's really water. It's just water. <laughs> I'm always, always, always drinking water. <laughs> so yeah, man. Fuck what were we talking about before P took over? Yeah, you were um, talking about uh we were talking about um, yeah, like uh, oh, uh yeah. you know, band uh, agents and promoters like not just working together. Yeah, not communicating together. Yeah, and I've I there's been a few tours like definitely with like devastation on the nation. I've gone to like a few other agents have been like, hey, so this is what I'm doing it this year. Uh, this is looking like the lineup. Uh, this is like the route that we have put together. Is there anything you have? that will conflict with this, that will compete. If there is, I am completely open to doing whatever I can to not compete with each other. And there's been, it was the few ages are like, okay, yeah, I have this. This is probably gonna compete with each other in these markets. And we work on like switching things around. Yeah. So that needs to happen more. Yep. Big time. Dude, there's nothing everyone's wrong with joining of it. There's nothing wrong with joining two shows. No, you can. Yeah, if you can pull that off, that's great. I, dude, one thing I did last year was my Bloodletting North America tour with Disentomb and Signs mm -hmm. of the Swarm and shit. It was at the Masquerade. We had one room for that tour, other room with the Despised Icon tour, and yeah. then the other, the big room, Taking Back Sunday. <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> dude! When I uh, did, when I had Dave and uh, Bobby from Signs of the Swarm on here a few days ago. They brought yeah. that up and they, uh, Bobby, the drummer, was like, yeah, like I had no fucking idea Taking Back Sunday was playing the same night. He's like, I just That's like walked in the big room, you know, of Masquerade and just saw these guys. And I was like, they kind of look familiar. And then he's like, I saw the merchandise and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> TBS is playing tonight. Dude, it's the sickest thing ever. Yeah, I remember. It um, worked. It worked. What was it? It was a. Uh... What was that punk rock band? It was like, are they the? Is it the Ataris? Ataris, maybe. Is that right? Was there I a mean, punk rock a, band called the Ataris? They weren't like I don't know necessarily punk rock. Uh, I never really got into them, but I know there was there was a there was like a an actual like pop punk band that you're like oh my god like whatever it was like they had like it was some weird name like the Ataris, but it might have not been the Ataris. But either way, yeah, yeah. There's, there's big pop punk band playing at the Masquerade. We're downstairs. It was the Suicide Sound Salt Shell Parish tour going on downstairs. Oh wow. Oh no, that's what it was. It wasn't a pop punk band. It was a fucking a day to remember. 
Oh, that's what it was. Jeez. And it was a day, a day to remember had just popped off. That's what yeah. it was. Right. Yeah. And uh, I don't know <clears throat> why I thought they were the Ataris. Um, but yeah, they were playing, they were playing upstairs and I didn't know. And I was like, wow. Watching the line for our show come in. And I was like, why are there, why are there all these like pop punk scene kids here? And it wasn't with uh, Suicide Silence. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I was like, "Why are these pop punk senior kids coming into our show?" And they were coming in, and yeah. sure enough, it was they were upstairs, uh, and it went off because it was wow. like right when Data Remember was like popping off. Oh yeah, that was a big time, dude. When that band popped <laughs> off, that's wild. what's up? And there's only like some, there's only some venues that can do that stuff where they can have multiple shows or let's like combined shows, like with the Masquerade. We did like, um, I think it was a hundred tickets or a little bit more maybe at, um, I forget the price tag, 20 bucks, some shit like that, 25 bucks to go yeah. to Bloodletting Tour, Distant Tomb, Signs of the Swarm, Visceral Disgorge, and more, plus Despised Icon and Kublai Khan and I Am and shit. And it's yep. like, those tickets went so fast. <laughs> Yeah. And it was just like, why wouldn't you buy that? Yeah. It's like, and you could even, you could even like in those situations, like I know the bands typically have to take a reduction because there's more mouth speed, but it's like, why, why not just fucking make the ticket and have that, have that room packed and you're going to make it up and probably the merch you'll sell. Hey, it's Gabe, Gabe dude. dude. Yeah, That's my Gabe. boy. I love Gabe. I've known him for a while too. You've known Gabe, him longer. Uh, Neffle always Gabe. posting flyers from back in the day. Dude, you want to talk about old school fucking scene motherfuckers that were oh doing God. their shit DIY as fuck? It's hey, it's Gabe. It's Gabe, yeah. And That's... that dude designs designs shirts, y'all. If you guys know, are in a does. band, you need some fucking Hit shirt design. Gabe knows his shit. He'll tell you what material to put it on. He'll tell you how many <laughs> colors to make it. He'll fucking... The dude manages fucking merch real fucking well, so... Yeah, he does. Shout He's been out doing to it for so long. Gabe. He asked before because I used to work for Media Scare Records back in 2009, 2010. And he was so, like... Yeah, yeah, I remember. It was... Uh, the label would have gotten big, but, you know, the owner. Yep. He was in a... I mean, you've probably heard stories. <laughs> yeah. California. We all... We all <laughs> yeah, everyone knew. We all... We all talk, man. Yeah, everyone talks, and I don't think I, I, I don't I think remember, he knew I remember, that. <laughs> I remember, I, I remember people talking about Media Scare, and then all the bands that were coming out of Media Scare was were sick as fuck, and I was like, oh damn, this, these guys are d- badass, gnarly, yeah, man. I remember getting pissed off because all those bands were getting uh, good deals because they were new, you know. Oh well, yeah, and all the new bands on the fucking on the new label were getting good deals because. You know the the integrity was there. It was, but then at uh, the start, it, yeah, at first, yeah, I wasn't there every, at the start, every, but yeah, every label, every label goes through that, dude. Like, it does. I mean, Nuclear Blast was a label that started out of because Marcus Steiger would go to all to the record stores in his little town mm-hmm. and buy the coolest records. And buy the the record store out of the coolest records, and then turn around and sell it to his friends out of his fucking, out of his Volvo. That's how that's how he got the base money to start Nuclear Blast. And then look at Nuclear Blast now; they're like fucking they're huge, dude. They're huge. That's insane. That's 
I never knew that. I mean, the integrity is there when you first start for everything. It just every yeah. everything that grows and gets big has to fucking figure out its way, you know? Yeah, to navigate, especially you know, even nowadays, it's hard, man, mm-hmm. for a label. Um, That's crazy shit. I just dropped about twenty donut holes on the hotel floor. Can I get an F? There you go. <laughs> You get one from me too. Yeah, yeah, throw one in there. <laughs> Damn, Steph, why'd you do that, man? Yeah, I'm mad at you now. Oh wait, so what? What did Gabe say on this? On the Sepultura Sworn Enemy Suicide Sons tour, it hit the Rock in Minnesota. They played in the basement to like 50 people, and the yep. Black Keys were upstairs playing a solo show with. Dr. Dog. It was so sick. <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. Um, that's something. I'm clumsy. Yeah, I, I, stuff. I didn't know about that, but that's fucking crazy. That's insane. Uh, I played a I played a festival in Europe where um, what's her name was headlining. Fucking. It's like some. Pops. Her name's at the tip of my tongue. Um. Strumming my pain with his feet. Lauren Hill. There it is, yep. Lauren Hill was fucking headlining. A fe- and, uh, <clears throat> yeah, a festival. Yeah. And then a- after the festival was over, uh-huh. there was an EDM festival that happened right after. It was fucking insane. Oh, my God. What the fuck? What and, like, Black there? Dahlia and Murder and us played at Hatebreed before Lauren Hill. What? <laughs> It was insane. <laughs> What's up, Uncle Herb? What up, Uncle Herb? How you doing, man? Thank you, man. Dude. Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. Suicide Silence, Black Dollar Murder. How you like them apples? Never thought that would ever happen. <laughs> but, dude, Europe, man. Europe has some crazy lineups for fests. Yeah, they, they don't care. They don't. It's insane. They don't care. They're not fickle, dude. Yeah. Like, That's fans in is. America... Will be like, what? Machine Gun Kelly's playing in the same venue as fucking Suicide Silence? I'm not going to that show. Yeah, I'm not doing that. That's some sellout shit. It's <laughs> some sellout shit, dude. And then, and then, meanwhile, fucking MGK's like getting ready for his show while jamming fucking "You Only Live Once" and fucking <laughs> weird jamming MGK fucking before we go on stage. So that's. What's up? With, what's up with y'all? You yeah. Know? What's, what, up with, why? what's up with your elitism? It's too many, too many people are elite. Like especially. In and the- that actually happened, by the way. I'm not. I'm telling a true fucking story. In kidding? Europe, in Bratislava, fucking Slava, Machine Gun Kelly played a show, the upstairs room with Suicide Silence playing downstairs, and all of us were fucking jamming each other's music before the fucking show wow. we their room after and fucking smoke bowls with fucking a bunch of crazy fucking people yeah fuck? dude they had weed. it's all illegal and shit we could have gone to jail <laughs> we've got we could have gone to jail <laughs> we've gone to bratislava jail <laughs> oh my god dude that's crazy when did, did you meet him like after you guys performed or was it before um no he uh, mgk and us were on a festival called um oh god damn it it was met, metal it was in Europe. all those names are fucking huge it's like yeah uh rock'em ring and rock'em park oh okay 
so we were on these two festivals together. Those yeah. two festivals are known for having all these fucking mixed up shows. Yeah. Like just the they big will mix put like up. Yeah, they they, right. they it's crazy. That thing draws like, you know, 100,000 people every year. Wow. So it's it, it, it's yeah. regardless. Like you you get pop and you know, they they just cover cover every aspect of music. That's fine. Yeah. Um but um because of that we were in tour we were on tour in Europe at the same time and just so happened that we got fucking booked in Bratislava together um, by the same promoter who just so happened to like a lot of hip hop and he liked metal as well. So it's like, yeah, why not? And, uh, and yeah, like turns out MGK was a big fan of us and (laughs) he, you know, after seeing us play live, after listening to us for so many years, he was like, yo, dude, these guys are fucking legit. And we actually ended up, we actually ended up playing his festival, EST. Oh, EST Fest. EST Fest. Yep. Oh damn! Look at that. That was, that was the fucking. That's his fest. That's his fest, yeah. Dude, that's so sick. I got like mini sponsored by Reebok. It was like the coolest time I've ever felt in my life. What? Yeah, dude. What? I got like I got like eight pairs of shoes from Reebok for free. Oh, that is tight. From from playing this one festival. Just from that insane. one playing that fest. Dude, we were the heaviest thing in three days of that fucking like it was like a it's basically a like a mini gathering of the juggalos oh okay the mg mgk's uh festival his version of it yeah yeah and it's like and we do well with the juggalo crowd like suicide sounds fucking kills with juggalo Juggalo crowd that's Um, sick like we've played the gathering yeah you have um, that's right and and got called family like i've seen cannibal family chat yeah i mean mean, so, so it's like once you get called family by a bunch of juggalos, dude, you're you're a juggalo. Like I, I don't care, in. I don't care, I don't care all the shit you've heard about juggalos. Dude, they're as soon awesome, as you're there, man. As soon as you're there at that in that place, dude, you understand it. You get yeah, it. I went to a and gathering, yo, and then yo, the juggalos look it's out insane. for each other. Like, they do. They all like take care fucking, of each other. It's cool as shit. And if you're fake, if you're some fake ass that fucking it isn't about your life. Dude, mm-hmm. they call you out right away, man. Yeah, they don't. They're not fucking around at the, at the gathering, dude. So that's so, his like version. EST. That's, it's, yeah, right? it's, EST Fest is the is his version of that festival. They book it at this like massive like, um, it's just like, um, snow ca- training camp for like Olympic uh, snow sports. What the so, fuck? So it has these like massive like snow jumps. Yeah. That are that. In the summer, they turn into slides. Yeah, wow. They just throw water on them and they just turn into these massive slides. And you can fucking, you can jump like like twenty feet in the air. So they camp around this massive jump and this massive little aquatic park area. Dude. And then there's a show at the end of it. Oh. And wow. it's like it's the sickest thing ever. And we played it and just got a shit ton of love. And then this yeah. the fucking rep for. Reebok just comes up to me. He's like, "Yo, nobody fucking made the crowd move like you guys made the move." Like, I've seen rappers try to get these guys to mosh pit, and you guys really brought a real mosh pit. I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I've been, I've been pitting, I've been pitting since <laughs> been pitting, dude." Yeah, Mr. Pit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, That's so and yeah, he's out. like, "Cool, dude. Here's my number. Hit me up anytime you want shoes." <laughs> I was like, "What? what? I'm lost my Reebok, dude." <laughs> <laughs> Got a Reebok sponsor, dude. It's insane. Where does that fest take place? Europe or uh, Ohio? Ohio. That's even where gathering happens. Or uh, most of the time, I think it happened in Ohio. Or no, Illinois. 
Illinois is where the gathering. Yeah. Uh, no. The time. Was it? Illinois? Yeah, it was like some. Well, they did it in Ohio, I think, a few times. They yeah, the it, one that I the one that I played was in the Ohio Ohio campground. One. It was like the second. It was like the second time they had the 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 first time they had to move it. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Because they had it in one place for a, a long ass while. Yeah, it was someone's pro- private property mm-hmm. that they would like rent it from this person. And I think that was in Illinois. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. Yeah. Mix, mixing them up. But I I know it was like a private property and they would rent it from this person. Then when, I think when they had it. the I think when they had the um, FBI bullshit, they had to change they had the grounds. Change. I think I think the guy that owned the grounds was like, yo, I don't want no fucking I don't be, yeah. FBI snooping around my fucking place. <laughs> Which I could Get totally understand. I went to the gathering of the Juggalos in Oklahoma. They had in Oklahoma one year. Yeah. And after the first day, they told everyone there, like the cops and shit, that you could not wear face paint. Because they could not, if you were to wear a face paint, they could not identify you. So, oh, and no, absolutely no nudity. You know, shit gets wild at the gathering. What? Yeah. So I'm expecting. So I have psycho. I work with psycho stick, and I had them. Oh shit! What? What up, Josh? Thanks for the raid, the homie. Oh um, yeah, dude. Had psycho stick on one day, and I had the Browning on another day, and I think there was someone else I had on it. And uh, yeah, dude. So I went up to it because it's only I was living in Dallas. So it was like three hours away, and uh, fucking yeah, dude. No face paint. Only the performers could have it. Dude, Damn. it was it was still a good time. Damn, dude. Yeah, I mean I, I know the Mike Busey camp. I don't know if you know those those people. Mike Busey? Oh, shit, I, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, What's up? Yeah, Mike Busey's a he does the strip club. Yes. So he does the he does the trailer park strip club. At, yeah, at that guy. Yes, yes. He's yes. amazing. Uh yeah. and uh, Electra Busey, who is Gary Busey's daughter, oh, is a really good friend of mine. She's massive. She was a massive scene kid. Um, coming up, her and her older brother, um, I forget his name. He, he but he's that actor who was in a bunch of movies. Um, but he's the the son, the son, son Busey, who's like mad famous. Yeah, but he's really into metal. Oh, okay, okay. And she, and grew up whenever she would hang out with with her older brother, whenever yeah. they would get a chance to, he would be like, "Yo, have you listened to this? Have you listened to this?" And he got her really into metal. She was really into a, a band called I Wrestled a Bear once. Oh yeah. And, and fucking, the yeah, I Wrestled a Bear once dudes introduced me to her, and I'm I'm a fucking massive Gary Busey fan. Yeah. So she got to do photography for them for Gary B, for Mike Busey. For Mike Busey, yeah. Okay. And we played the gathering the year that she was there with Mike Busey because when they smile, they both look like Gary Busey. It's not. It's a, it's yeah, fucking it's like unreal. The, <laughs> they're very similar. Yeah. But Mike Busey has no relation, mind you. Um, yeah. But so she brings me over to their camp and fucking they're just drinking, partying, and there's a strip club, and I got to go backstage at the strip club at the gathering and just fucking and and then like hung out with with all these people met met that big really really big guy that's like famous like he became a meme of the gathering you know the yeah big, i met him i have a picture with dude. him yeah he's fucking super what's cool what's his name 
he was I, real I have his, cool. I have his phone number. He was like riding. He was at the gathering I was at, and he was like, um, yeah, he's riding around on a golf cart. Yeah, he's 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 a staple of the fucking he is uh, of this of the show now, and he works for Mike Busey. Like, oh. Mike Busey's basically just hired all these these people as a freak show, and he puts yeah. on a freak show. That's that's what it is, and um yeah i got in i got in cool with those people and then we played the show and felt all the love from the from the from the juggalos and i've i've been a juggalo ever since i'm never gonna get the fucking hatchet man tattoo or anything but i'm i'm i am yeah i am a juggalo (laughs) (laughs) that's so dope it's awesome man i mean i had a great time regardless of that i mean that pissed off a lot of people yeah um about not having being able to wear face paint a lot of people still a good amount of people still did you know they, they didn't get, they, they're not giving a fuck but um yeah it was oh, yeah. it was wild dude Motherfucker, we got dude. a golf cart we were able to drive golf carts around so that's sick know, as fuck. Was working with like a few of the bands there so we got golf carts and shit we, <laughs> it was wild Yo, here, dude here's the thing though why are you gonna take a, a show like that to Oakla fucking home. I don't know why. I think it was very last minute too. I remember getting I've hit never... up like six weeks before and being like, Oklahoma hey, can Psycho Stick like... do this and this and that? I'm like, what? They just have such a fucking nightmare rep, dude. Like the oh, police yeah. are fucking brutal. I mean, the that place was... is super, super conservative. Um, Wrong place for this fest. 100%, dude. Um, I was like, why is on this May- here? On, on Mayhem in 2014. Mm-hmm. Oh, Oklahoma. Um, yeah, we were on tour with. I was on tour with. Uh, what is it? Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. And their their drum tech, <clears throat> Phil, who was in a band called Revocation at the time. Oh shit. Fucking got into it with a cop, oh, and what did no. the cop do? Fucking snapped his fucking humerus in half. This bone right here. Shut up, dude. All the way to your elbow. He fucking. I watched him fucking do it. And it was because he was. Because Phil was drunk and yelling at the cop because the cop was being a fucking dick. Oh, my God. And what did the cop do? He broke his fucking arm. Wow. Yeah, Oklahoma sucks. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry if you're from Oklahoma, but the police in Oklahoma the police, are pieces of shit. Suck. And they're going to fucking prevent something like the gathering from having nakedness, which is Man, 90% they, of the fucking fun of it. What it is. It's like, just, yeah, no How are you no going to tell a, a fucking juggalo, don't paint your face? Fuck out of here with that yeah, shit. I know. I was blown away by it. It was like after the first day. It. it was, th- yeah, three days long. And it was after the first day they were being told you can't wear face paint. I was just like, I mean, I wasn't wearing any, but I was like, how are they going to enforce that? <laughs> For real? Do you know where you are? <laughs> imagine, imagine walking up Sorry, imagine going on one of those the Juggalo message boards because Juggalo message boards are fucking unreal. It's like yeah. it's like a it's like fucking um what was the name what was the name of that hardcore website? Oh. It was like back in the day. B nine, like, bridge nine. Yeah, the bridge, the, the bridge board? nine board. Yeah, dude, oh, they, they are the bridge nine board in twenty twenty, dude. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, it's uh, funny. Yeah, uh, and. and it would be so easy for all of them to get on a fucking med- message board and just be like, you know what? We're going to fucking, all of us are just going to show up with face paint. What the fuck are they going to do? Exactly. You just setting up all those, setting up all those rules is just going to become a fucking, it's going to become it's a nightmare. A ma- it's a nightmare. Yeah. Don't, 
don't do it in Oklahoma again. Yeah, no, no, they learned their lesson. I was surprised they even agreed to it. I would have, if I were them, I would have been like, yo, that's our only option. And yeah, it's the only option. I'd be like, we're not doing it this year then. <laughs> that's it. Joel. Not doing it. Someone say whoop whoop. <laughs> yep. What's up, fam? What's up, family? Hey, right. bro, you down with the clown or what? Yeah, what up? Yo, you down with the clown? <laughs> whoop whoop. <laughs> Oh man, shit, man. Well, yeah, fuck, dude. Fuck, dude. Have we we we've going? We've been, we've gone I thought we were gonna get some gaming in, but apparently I don't know. Chatterboxes. Yeah, because I'm gonna have to eat soon. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting hungry too. Yeah, Pop and my weed quiz. just showed up, and I got to stream a little bit later. Oh, you streaming tonight? Sick. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I do my little. Uh, I do my Friday night. Um, wait, today's third. Wait, just, today Friday. Today's wait. Today Friday. Today Friday. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> uh, I, Fridays, I usually just I do like two a two hour stream where I just sit and talk. Yeah. Um, I do pretty much Hang what out. we're doing right now. Yeah, it's kind of like because I, I I miss a lot of stuff during the week when I'm gaming when I'm like for like when like focused well, yeah, in. Yeah, you're on focus. Yeah. So I I miss some questions and stuff like that. Dude, so I, I kind of open up Fridays. That's to, cool. To, to chat. Yeah, I haven't done a gaming stream in like a couple weeks. I just got like oh, a part time job, so it's like that. I'm working that a few times a day, a few times a week. And then having these episodes as well, which you're my third one this week. And then next yep. week I have two, plus I work three days. And then, you know, so it's like now I'm trying to find the time. So it'll happen. I'll get back on it again. <laughs> but I'm like, dude, I, I mean, got a bunch I'm, of these coming up. Honestly, I mean, why, why though? Dude, this is this yeah. is such a good I love platform. this. I enjoy this. You know, the best. This, right here, this right here is so killer for you. I think um, I, the Ghost of Tsushima is about to be co-op. So, like, whoever has it, we oh, can play shit. together. So oh, I think shit. that's starting on the 16th of October. So I'm stoked oh, on that. I know me and Steph are going to play. It's fucking game's amazing. Yeah, it's a beautiful game. Oh, yeah, it is. It's gorgeous. Hell but yeah, yeah dude. Man. Who should we? Let's, uh, you know, Eddie, before I even talk about who we should raid, thank you seriously for doing this. I know you don't do 100%. too many. I, I, you know, it was, you know, I. I guess we formally met because of Josh Bastion's calls. Yeah, so. Because I remember when he was telling me, like, he was like, yo, like, Eddie's probably going to start streaming. You know, he plays Call of Duty and shit. I'm like, oh, that's sick, man. I, I didn't know. And uh, he was just like, yeah, I'm going to play with, like, Eddie tomorrow some Call of Duty. I'm like, oh, dude, that's sick. He's like, well, I'll, I'll see if I can get you in on some games with us. I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking down. And here we are. And hopefully, fucking soon next year at least. Hopefully, it, we'll be fucking. Shit was crazy out in to me. So, <laughs> so here, here's here's where I. What's up? This is this is how I found Bash. Oh yeah, how did you find? So him? he he was he was in our um. He was in in our like chat in, <laughs> um, in the 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 virtual tour. Oh, and he he came into the virtual tour and was like just chatting people up, and I was like, oh, oh cool. who's this guy? And oh, then he shit. followed so me on Instagram, recent. and then he followed me on Instagram, and I followed him back. Yeah, and when I followed him back, I saw I saw some story of him talking about like his stream taking a shit, uh-huh. and how the Bod Squad came oh, together yeah. and helped him get a new a new video card for his, for oh, his yeah. PC. Yes. That was all like Joel's idea. Joel's like, "Yo, let's let's all chip in here." And I was like, "Yeah, of course, everyone was down." 
And when I saw Joel's name and I saw the, who the bot squad was, I was like, dude, I know all of these people. I was like, yeah, I was like, Bash, how do you know my crew? Like, what the fuck? You, who are like, you? What? <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it all stemmed from there. And I started talking to him. And he goes, yeah, I could fucking help you set up your stream. I could do all this selfless stuff that Bash does because he's a fucking, yeah, he's, he's a sweetheart. I know. Um, <laughs> and he just like, without me asking, he was like, it was like that girl in the movie that like takes the shy boy into like the real world. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I felt like I, fe- I felt like Bash grabbed my hand and just fucking dragged me like through fucking the event <laughs> Twitch, and here I am today. That's so fucking good. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah damn. Man. So you literally just met him too. I, I for some yeah. reason, it's seen with how you guys uh, like talk and shit. It seemed like you guys like knew each other longer in my. From my perspective, I, that's how it looked. I, I don't, that's I don't good. put up walls. Dude. No, like, you know, I, I could tell. I, I, I think let, that's why we clicked. Uh, that's why you click so well with people. I feel like I don't fucking. I I treat everybody with the respect they deserve, and yeah. like, and if and if Same you're man. actually a fucking cool person, that is genuinely just fucking in it for the positivity and the the brightness of life. Like I yeah. fucking, I latch on to people like that. Yeah. yeah and I, I really, I open up with people like that and that makes them open up even further. So it's really easy to get to know someone on a very deep, deep, deep level. If you're just open. Yeah. And you're, you're just honest. Open. Yeah. Yo, thanks Steph. Yeah. Steph's been one dude, one of the few, him, Benny, LJ, and a few others that, um, Oh my God, Joel, really? Uh, that, <laughs> <laughs> that has been, they're from like pretty much the start for, uh, of me streaming. Besides, yeah, Bod Squad guys, Joel, Andrew, you know, Kevin, Brent, Josh, and all them and whatnot. Um, you know, Mike's a part of it now, Monocker and shit like that. Like we're just, yep. you know. But yeah, yeah I mean, besides what, what, the guys I know in real life, like Benny, Steph, LJ, uh, um, Moro, you know, Vaquero, who I've met a few times at shows. That motherfucker cool. flies the shows. <laughs> yeah, dude, Maketa's insane. He's insane, bro. And like, uh, dude, I started, I started watching, like, I started looking at his Instagram and seeing all the people he's taking pictures with. Oh it's my insane, God. dude. Everybody, fucking, fucking everyone. I remember, like, I went to a show, like, in Austin. I know he's from Chicago, and he, I see him at the show. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? He's like, oh, I hey. flew in. Oh yeah, we should do that. Hey, all Joel. Right, actually, now, now that we're sitting here talking about the Bod Squad, yeah. We really should talk about this fucking thing, dude, because it's you got Bot Squad's a fucking solid, solid thing that you guys have going on, and it is. Yo, like for real, like, what's up? We should we should fucking get some competitive teams going. Oh yeah, dude, that's we, yeah. We should fucking have like a weekly Do meeting, a where fucking you know, with all the streamers that you know, like kind of like a like an expose type of thing, you know, where everybody can kind of match up their schedules and do a once a month. Yeah. Kind of like get on the same page. Cause if we, as a team go at at this Twitch thing together, I think it could be pretty fucking lucrative. Yeah, I agree. We can do crazy shit. I mean, dude, just like do like once a month, all of us, even some (laughs) other people, you know, viewers or subscribers, you know, subs that, and just do like these, I don't know games together call of duty custom games or whatever yep fucking among exactly. us <laughs> but yo joel thank you so much for that sub to gabe joel knows gabe right yeah they know joel knows they gabe have to 
You have to know each other. And if you yeah. don't know each other, Joel, meet Gabe. Gabe, meet Joel. You guys need to know each other. Yeah, if you guys don't know each other, that's that'd be crazy. That would blow my mind, honestly. <laughs> Gabe, um, Gabe's done a bunch ever. of bands that you probably fucking mosh to, Joel. What was, what's Gabe's band? Darism. He's been in a. He's been in a. That was one I know. Say D A R U. Gabe, Gabe, what band? Yes. You know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, there Gabe, he what's, is. The, what's the band that you're bringing back? Oh, he's bringing back a bit. Oh, what was his old band? There's his some old, band old band. Bringing... Bound and Blood. That's the Bound and Blood. Yes, and Dar- Bound yes. and Blood was. Yo, Bound and Blood was hard as hard fuck. band, dude. Yes. Hard as fuck. You're bringing it back. He's bringing it back. Uh, that's what I thought. I oh. might be tripping. <laughs> Gabe, we're here. Gabe. <laughs> Are you bringing it back? That'd be dope, dude. I know most people from touring with Suicide Silence and Abigail Williams. Oh shit! Fucking Actually, Ken, bro, I did. I did want to go into that because you you did oh, that interview yeah, with Gabe, with uh, with Ken. Ken. Yeah, I forgot about the All Shall Perish. We were only coming back if Suicide Silence was going to do it with us and Oblige. Yeah. <laughs> That's dope. I, th- I I fucking I remember that slightly. I don't I don't remember what exact exactly happened with that whole thing because we were gonna do a tour with Oblige, but Oblige really? it didn't. Yeah, it it was something to do with um one of the guys in the band was just like really nah. comfortable with his with his regular life and was uh, just like okay. yeah yeah. It's hard. It's Andrew Hol- Holzbauer is a fucking really good good friend. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, oh, that that was right. The showcase, <laughs> holy fuck, dude. Yeah, because dude, the showcase what is... is still intact. Like nothing has happened to that place. It just hasn't booked shows. Wait, so what happens there? Is it just an empty room? Nothing. Empty room. It's boarded up. That's it. And it's been that way since the showcase shut down. They won't tear it down. They won't build anything else. Is it's it a historic like mark or something? Is that the bill? nothing? Nothing. What they did a, they did a, a like. Uh, like documentary oh, on it. I know it. that draw. I know that draw. Oh, they did. Yeah. We're all discussing a way to reach out to the city, but they won't allow any music there at all. Yeah, nothing. Wow, that is fucked. Yeah. That would yeah, have been iconic. That would have been insane. So yeah. every time when I lived in California, uh, that's all I heard about was showcase. But it was closed. You know, I moved to California end of 2009 and I moved out. I moved back home, uh, back to New York 2012. But it was like, yep. I always heard about, I always heard stories, so many stories Damn. about this fucking place, man. Dude, imagine if 18 Visions did a fucking, I, I, I know this is like a throwback for oh, me. Exactly, and I'm going to age myself real quick. But dude, 2003, 18 Visions was like, it oh man dude yeah. they had the best fucking breakdowns on earth that fucking dude their new ep no is actually pretty that. fucking dope i was stunned yeah was stunned. dude i was like damn this shit's heavy bro like <laughs> these guys are like they still got it bleeding through too man that, that's a throwback yo yeah well. but uh if we're gonna end this on a fucking high note i want to yeah i would definitely want to i definitely want to share a little fun Please. fun story that that happened on the Abigail Williams I shall perish tour was Gabe on this 
No, Gabe was not on this, but he uh, he definitely uh, Heard. definitely I coming to your stream, seeing Ken, and then having you raid my stream with Ken and having us chat a little bit and yeah. have reminisce. Yeah, yeah. Dude. So <laughs> Abigail Williams and All Shall Perish, we got along so fucking well. Yeah. Um, first off, they got us a sponsorship to. Um, What's the name of that pocket pussy company? Oh, um, Fleshlight? Fleshlight. They got you so a they got sponsorship. A, they, got us a, they got us a Fleshlight sponsorship. Abigail Williams did. Abigail Williams. Oh my, God. <laughs> oh, my God. And on that tour, we came up with a game that nobody should ever play ever again. <laughs> Ken's never but, told me they were sponsored. But it right, was go on, yeah. It was it was a game called The Poop Wars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know how there's like okay, there's like you can prank people by doing um an upper decker? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Behind the toilet. Yeah, yeah. So we came up with like a list of things that you could do and they were all worth points. Oh my god, there's a point system. And, and we were supposed to, and we were we were supposed to go <laughs> into random bathrooms across the United States and do one of these things. And there was one that was like, take your shit out of the toilet and smear it all over the windows of the bathroom, or all <laughs> the mirrors in the bathroom. There was one that was like, uh, we called it the reverse Oreo. That was <laughs> <laughs> where you take the shit and you put clumps of it around the toilet bowl seat and then you close the seat under it so the next person smushes it and it becomes a, a flattened oreo um <laughs> there was one where you would get you would get five points if you could take your shit and put it inside of a condom and then hand it to somebody <laughs> did someone so, end up doing that dude yes oh like... So one guy put it in a condom, put it in a um, a McDonald's bag that had trash in it, came out of the McDonald's holding this shit bag and handed it to one of the other guys on the on the thing saying, hey, dude, I got you a burger. Oh, no. And fucking the other guy opened it up and saw the condom shit. And... <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my God. Dude, we were disgusting like we were gross it was <laughs> <laughs> so uh, needless to say abigo if you ever hear anybody oh. talk about seeing shit smeared on walls on a, on a tour in 2011 that yeah. was us that was that was, that was <laughs> and abigo williams i love how gabe uh, said before what he said Dude, Ken and Samus were all about their flashlights. <laughs> Dude, yes. <laughs> Dude, oh, Sa dear. Samus, Samus and I on that tour got really fucking close. It was super cool to have him raid me. Oh, yeah, he did um, raid you that one. Yep. Yeah. Dude, his streams are awesome. Best drummer. Yeah, man. He, he's Killer he's drummer. the best drummer. He's a fucking he's, – he's a nerdy gamer too. This, yeah. This, this, this streaming avenue is perfect for him. It is, yes. Oh, you got you and Joel have beat up ta tattoos. Yeah, so Joel boys was on be tour. Boys. <laughs> uh, Joel was on tour with who? Who was it? 
Who were you on tour with, Joel? Joel was on tour with... Um... Oh, shit, Samus is actually going live right now. Oh. Speaking speaking of Samus, um, Joel's on tour. Joel's on tour with oh, a yeah. band from uh, Santa Cruz, and all of them went to Arsonists get all the um, girls. Arsonists get all the girls. There it is. <laughs> uh, oh, with the dies today. Oh shit! Wow. So Arsonists going back. Um, they all went to this place in Black and um. Uh, Colorado Springs. Okay. And got tattooed by the same dude that uh, that tattooed me. And I had been wanting this fucking B-dubs tattoo. And it's super crazy because Mitch got a B-dubs tattoo. Uh, I got a B-dubs tattoo. And the arsonist guys all got fucking really? B-dubs tattoos. Black sheep. All be all separated instances, like basically. Yeah, it was I all at the wanted, same time. I wanted this. I wanted this, and the fucking arsonist guys got wanted it at the same time. Wow. And we just kind of went to this tattoo artist, and we're like, "Fuck it, dude." Same we'll guy. Get the same exact. Yeah, because like we were in the same. We were in the same place, and that dude wanted to come to the show. Yeah. Because I think it was like All Shall Paris joined up with that on the Boo tour. Oh, okay, okay. It was like it was All Shall Paris, Born of Osiris, Tattoo Stew. Yeah, tattoos too. That was the dude. That was I still, the dude. Still that guy. That's so fucking awesome. And damn, yeah, man, all you guys have that fucking tattoo. Yeah. Jesus and, and Christ. It's crazy. Mitch got the same thing without yeah. fucking, without knowing. Just Stu was the guy. Yeah. And people were like, and he had the fucking B Dubs fucking stencil or logo. Or logo. Just, yeah, yeah. And just did it. Wow. Mm -hmm. I remember meeting Joel. Back on the Over the Limit tour with Asbo, Blood Runs Black, and Oceano. Oh, Arsonist, Tony Danza. We both TM'd it. We were both tour managers. We were two TMs on it. <laughs> and I remember him showing me the B-dubs tattoo. And I was like, that's so sick. <laughs> B-dubs was like the shit back then, you know? 100%. Oh, that's his Instagram? There he is. Sick. That's so sick, dude. That Fuck fucking man. rolls. Well, damn, dude. Thank you. Seriously, thank you again for doing this. This well, was a fucking blast. Me, um, this is the longest one I've done. Three hours almost. Shit. <laughs> Time flies. You guys got to tell me to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> you got to tell us to here shut I, up already. Here I was worried about like not having enough stuff to talk about. Like, Man, We're going to have to game or something, dude. What do I mean? <laughs> yeah. I was like figuring out, I'm like, okay, how can we transition over to that? And then, I, like, halfway through this, I'm like, I don't think we need to do that. <laughs> I think we're going to be a little too burnt out, maybe. Plus, you got your stream, so you need to chill. Yep. You, need, you need to relax, unwind for a bit. I need to I need to relax Drink. and then uh, eat, eat some food eat some and food. get my stream fired up. Hell, yeah. Well, Eddie, thank you again. <laughs> what is, um, Absolutely, man. Um, much love, dude. Um, thank you, everybody. If you guys... If you guys want to give me a, a, yes. a follow on on the old uh, do it on the old Twitchy Poo, please do. Um, I stream very constantly, and I'm, I'll, I might I'm, uh, I'm definitely on it. Did I do it right? I did it right. I spelt Perfect. it right. I did it. I did it before you bash. Oh shit! <laughs> I beat you. <laughs> yeah, give me a follow. I'll be streaming at six six p.m. tonight. Um, and yeah, Pacific. dude, thanks, thanks right. for having me. This was fun as fuck. Dude, it was awesome. And uh, I, I, I've been having a good time. Did it same. So let's read. Let's do Adam from Oceano, Black Mario. Yeah, why the fuck not, dude? Adam's dude, shit. Dude, he's cru you know he's killing it, man. Absolutely. Let's. I'm gonna start the raid up now. Everyone, stick in here. Let's go raid him. 
Hit them with the rosy emotes if you got them. The fucking Eddie emotes. Any, 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 just hit them with an all. <laughs> Much love, the Joel ones. <laughs> Here, hold on one second. I'm gonna pull up the stream too. Here we go. Love you guys. I really appreciate it. And love you guys too, especially you, Steph. You cutie. Yes, pie. you cutie. All right, here we go. We're Can't gonna... wait to watch you wash dishes, dude. Yes, let us know when the next uh, washing dishes stream is, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. We're going to go raid oh, yeah, Black boys. Mario. Let's do it. Good night, y'all. Later. All right, and then let's see if it worked. It worked. It worked.